Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. So at about 10 o'clock today, there is going to be a House vote again for Kevin McCarthy. He's lost 12 times. It's quite pathetic. He's arguing he is going to win when they come back. We will see, because apparently there's at least five people, not including Boebert, who are like never going to vote for him. Sorry, it's not going to happen. But if some Democrats don't show up, then the vote threshold goes down. He might actually be able to win, even if they don't get the Freedom Caucus individuals who are holding out. But 14 other Republicans already flipped. But that's not the biggest news. We're going to have some uh, breaking news in, to a certain degree pertaining to Andrew Tate. There's a bunch of news coming out now. They're seizing more of his property. And we're hearing there will be, uh, we, have, we have a potential statement from victims. I don't want to say too much. So just uh, well, bear with me on this one. And then we've got some other really crazy stories in, in, in cultural spaces that I want to talk about. One, this story I saw the other day, I think it was James Lindsay who posted it. Incels are becoming trans, not because they're gender dysphoric, but because they, they, they hold this ideology. And I'm not, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know to what degree all of, this, uh, all of them feel this way, but apparently there are some guys that think women have it so much better and they're small effeminate men that they're better off transitioning for social benefits, even though they're not really gender dysphoric or anything like that. It's a really interesting story. And then we'll talk about, uh, what was it Ashley Babbitt's mom got arrested? Is that what happened? Yep, Outside Marjorie right. Taylor Greene's yelling about it. Yep. So we'll get into all that stuff, plus more. Before we get started, my friends, head over to TimCast.com. Become a member by clicking that Join Us button, and you'll get access to a massive library of members-only uncensored uh, uncensored, uncensored segments from this show. Uh, as I mentioned, not family-friendly, good fun. And you'll be uh, generally supporting our work. As we enter this new year, we had a lot of uh, big projects planned. Coffee shop's going to be really fun. We're going to be launching a new skateboarding show and just generally building culture as well as trying to expand, or I should say working to expand, our news offerings. So with the new studio launching, we're going to be playing around with like a morning show format. I don't, I don't know if the live format in the mornings is going gonna, is gonna to persist. What may actually happen is just working in the morning and doing more shorter segments or something. I'm playing around with it. We'll see how it works. But the idea is to produce more, do more work while freeing up more time in the middle of the day to do the cultural stuff we want to expand. So with that being said, smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. Joining us today to talk about this and more is Eliza Blue. Hi. Who are you? Um, I'm, my name is Eliza. I'm a survivor advocate for those affected by human trafficking, and I am also a survivor of human trafficking. Right on. Yeah. So, Thank you for having me back, by the way. Absolutely. This Excited is a, to be here. You've been on before. Yes. So Two years ago this month, actually. Oh, cool. Right on. Yeah. Well, we have a lot to talk about. Yes. And uh, I want to save it because yeah. uh, we got some big news. So thanks for hanging out. We Thank also you. got Luke chilling. Hey, guys. My name is Luke Rudowski of WeAreChange.org, and I just wanted to remind everyone that if you need violence to enforce your ideas, your ideas are worthless. That's mm. exactly what it says on my shirt, and I think the last two to three years definitely proved that. If you agree with this larger message, uh, get the shirt on thebestpoliticalshirts.com. That's the way you could support me for being here, because you do. That's why I'm here. Thank you again so much for having me. 
And uh, Ian is not here today. No, Sorry, Ian, we peeing. Sorry. I, I love Ian. Thank you for letting me keep the seat warm. But I'm Shane Cashman <laughs> and uh, happy to be here. And I write for TimCast.com. I'm the author of Tales from the Inverted World. I've done a few profiles recently on Kanye West and um, Carrie Lake's election trial. And thank you guys for supporting me and saying some nice words. And we got that Brunson trial that everyone's really excited about where people think the Supreme Court will kick Joe Biden out of office, which is just it's not going to happen. But we'll definitely talk about that, too. And we can talk about the Carrie Lake stuff, because that that article you wrote, the profile was actually really, really great. So thank you. thanks for being here. And then yeah. Serge is, is here, of course. Yo, what's up? Serge.com. Pushing buttons as always. Let's get rolling. <laughs> Let's jump into this first story. And uh, for this first story, uh, we're not throwing it to a website. I'm going to throw it to oh. Eliza. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, uh, you've got something to say. Yes, I do. Um, so before I say what I'm about to say, um, I just want to let everyone know that I serve these survivors speaking here as their survivor advocate. And to anyone that needs more information, I will be giving information at the end of this. So if survivors need to step forward, um, and as always, anytime I'm on a show, just know that um, you can reach out to the Human Trafficking Hotline at any time. I can also give that number throughout this uh, stream as well. So let's get it going. Um, so I, tonight, I might use the word allegedly at certain points. Um, this has been advised by legal. Um, not because I don't believe the survivors that I serve, but it's the um, legal way to do it. So let's get it going. This is an official press release. These are not my words. These, this is a survivor. As a survivor of the Tate brothers, I understand how difficult it can be to come forward and speak out about what happened to you. But when social media gives us a glimpse into the extreme harm that others cause, I feel obligated to step forward and speak out against it. If these words can prevent one woman from being an alleged victim of Andrew and Tristan Tate, it justifies the risk that I'm taking. It can be scary, overwhelming, and you may feel like you don't have anyone to turn to. If you or someone you know is a survivor, know that you are not alone and that there is help available. By coming forward together, we may be able to find justice for ourselves and prevent these perpetrators from hurting anyone else. It is, bra it is a brave and important step towards healing and finding closure. I know it can be hard to take this first step, but I promise you that there are resources and people ready and available to help you through this process. Don't let fear or shame keep you from speaking out. Let this be a reminder that you deserve to be heard, to feel safe and supported. You have, you have the absolute right to seek justice. This is a moment and an opportunity for any victim of these alleged perpetrators to stand up and together we can recognize vulnerability as power, see the strength in numbers, and shine light on strength of every single survivor. Signed, an anonymous survivor. The second statement. Uh, this will be survivor two. For women who have been victimized, we didn't know the game that was being played to hurt us. We know a game, we, know, we didn't know a game was being played at all. It's only after it happens and you lose that, and you lose that you know, whether the lover boy method or some other way. Victims know that this game of deception is used in, in the court of public opinion today. To the people who've made assumptions about the victims before tri trial, I forgive you. Sorry. I won't ask. I won't ask. 
I won't ask those people to change their opinion for our sake. I would just ask them to consider one thing. What if you're wrong? Is it possible? And if it is, you can wait for the court to do its job before attacking. Those who, those who have gone about the correct legal process for justice. To all the victims out there, I know, you, I know how wounded you feel. I have felt that way too. I love each and every one of you for being brave, brave enough to move forward despite those feelings. You are loved and know how strong you, and, and, I, and, and many know how strong you have been, signed anonymous survivor. So if you are a survivor of Andrew Tate, Tristan Tate, or any co-conspirators in this case, I need you to visit the website ncose.com ncose.com you'll see a click through it'll go straight to the legal team that's representing these two survivors and I have a message of support from uh, a survivor of Epstein survivor of Epstein Maxwell Teresa J. Helm my support empathy and immense respect to these courageous survivors brave enough braving through the storm and coming forward each of these women have the soul of a warrior and the heart of a lioness to the women to the women coming forward and speaking to you you are changing the world and halt and halting the vile systems of exploitation make no mistake you are a hero you speak for so many that have yet to breathe life into their words you are taking your power back you are returning you are returning it to where it has always belonged within you. Justice is a journey and I encourage you to, to use each footstep to imprint your fierce will, fight back, demand accountability, drain the shame that was never yours. Whoo, that's cold. Uh, to the survivors that are currently developing your strength to, step, to take that first step of coming forward, we are suited up and you have an army of warriors ready to lock arms with you, and that's true. Take, take the step, reach out. We are here to help you and build a foundation of your pathway to justice. They, they throughout, they thought, <laughs> they thought they'd bury you. Break free, break free through the barrier of silence. Take your power back with love, respect to each of you. God bless you, Teresa J. Helm. Teresa J. Helm is now working full-time at Nicosi, and Nicosi Law will be uh, representing the survivors, the American survivors and Western survivors so in the what, Andrew Tate case. What do we know about what Andrew Tate was doing? What, 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 what do we have in terms of hard facts? So just based off my relationship, I'm not going to speak too, too much about, um, you know, the case, uh, but... I will be posting the statements onto my Twitter account, at Eliza Blue. <laughs> Sorry, I cried, Tim. Um, at Eliza Blue, at E-L-I-Z-A-B-L-E-U. I'll be putting them there. And then survivors, if you missed the, the um, you know, website to reach out, you can reach out there. Um, what we know is that there are, um, there are some folks that uh, want to get some justice. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That's what we know. That's what I know. So, so just to clarify that these are two victims that are coming forward, but they're choosing to remain anonymous. And I'll tell you why. And and I heard kind of two words here, trafficking and lover boy. Yeah. It, are, are those the main accusations? And are they suing for damages or are they suing to get uh, them arrested? So really quickly, um, the survivors are remaining anonymous. And this was like a, a last minute decision a day because of fear. Um, and fear as, as a result of the legal team is afraid for their safety. Um, and that's where we're at. I'm afraid In the for United my States? own safety. I'm afraid for my own safety, even sitting here speaking about this. Um, so that's where we're at with it. Um, so we need to make sure before those survivors step forward, uh, if, they de- if and when they choose, because it's always up to the survivor. You can be a part of a lawsuit and be a Jane or John Doe, right? Um, but if and when these survivors decide to step forward, we need to make sure that they are safe. And this goes to any survivor out there that's listening. If you decide to step forward in this case, either as a Jane Doe or whatever. Um, but so this is a monetary lawsuit then? I, if, they're, if they're remaining anonymous, it's not going to be a criminal proceeding. In the United States, at least. We'll see where it goes. I mean, it, it depends on whom step, whomever steps forward. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It, I don't. But I mean, if this if this goes to a lawsuit, then it's a civil case where they can remain anonymous. If they can't remain anonymous, and if it's a choice between life or death, then we will not have them step forward. If it's not, it's it's always up to the survivor. Now, now you said you're not comfortable speaking about the evidence here. Um, can you say that you did see? D- did you see any evidence yourself? If I'm you not can't, t- if you that. can't tell us about that, I'm not going to speak about. And that. are you confident? Or like, um, from from what your information that you're getting, mm-hmm. is this a solid case from your experience working uh, in this kind of particular field? Because I know there's still a lot of things up in the air. We still don't know a lot. But from from your kind of understanding of how all this works, um, how do you see this case? Kind I of believe the forward? survivors that I serve. And I'll leave that there. Do you trust the justice system if it goes forward? Um, it's the system that we have. Yeah. So it Do doesn't really matter whether or not I trust it. It's the system that we have. Does this um, tend to have a Of course, like a I have rate? my own opinion on everything. Right. But uh, I do everything legally and lawfully. Yep. And that's how we'll do it. Um, I wish that there was a different system, but I can't live constantly in utopia. I have to take action today. Yeah, the, the the main challenge I have first, I want to stress have have there's a lot of people defending Andrew Tate, and by all means, I I have not watched everything he's ever put out, but I have seen a portion of of uh, many different podcasts people have sent me. I don't take those with a lot of weight because out of context statements don't sway me. Seeing a thirty second or even a four minute clip of Andrew Tate talking about something. I'll be like, okay, I'll consider that he said that. I'll have heard that he said that. But without listening to the full hour, I don't like people being like, I'll, I'll, actually, I'll, I'll give you an example. I've had people come to me and they're like, did you hear what Dave Rubin said? And I'll be like, what did Dave Rubin say? And they'll be like, he said this thing. And then I'll be like, how do you know he said that? Someone posted a clip on Twitter. And I'll be like, come on, bro. Hmm. They post clips of me out of context all the time. I don't know if I yeah. believe it. That being said, Andrew Tate tells this story frequently about how he had a bunch of women who loved him and he said, I'm broke, come, come here, we're gonna make money. And that he started a cam business. So there's, there's, there's a few questions. The first, thing I'll, the first thing I'll say is, I understand why people are skeptical. 
we've not actually seen any evidence from Romania other than accusations. And to be honest, even the statements that you have so, so far didn't actually assert anything. It's just people saying they were survivors and they're looking for more people to come forward. Sure. Um, so, I mean, well, that's, that's the first step, I suppose. But for the time being, that's why the lawyers probably said, say, allegedly, because we've not heard anything other than he convinced women to go and work for him and that it was, it was exploitation and illegitimate, that he was a lover boy, that he was telling them how much he loved him, come out, and then actually was just putting him into these situations. So those accusations are there. I guess people are saying outside of, uh, I will say this, these, sta- these anonymous statements, but also Vice put out a video that allegedly comes from witnesses. We have circumstantial evidence. The, the other thing I'll add to it is, I can also understand why people are skeptical on this because we've not gotten any accountability from Epstein, despite the fact that that guy got arrested, Maxwell was convicted. We know there were people flying on his plane. We know some of the people who were on his island, some of these names have been released and there's been literally nothing done on it. But then Andrew Tate gets raided, so people are asking questions. Is it that Andrew Tate gained power in a way that was outside of the Epstein, you know, group, and thus he's not protected? I'm releasing my own statement later tonight. Might like, clear a little bit of that up. Yeah, like <laughs> my like, statement's a little different. My it, statements come straight at the at the throat, but it's a little long to read on your show, to be honest. But like Andrew Tate didn't donate to Democrats. Is that why he gets arrested? So I think there's a lot of people who are just like we don't we don't believe it because. If they really cared about trafficking, they would have gone after this whole list. I mean, like Luke named off a ton of people already yeah. who were implicated that they never went after. So this is why people are just like, I don't buy it. And Andrew, like, I'm not, I'm not saying I know. I, look, I don't know anything about Andrew Tate. Only a little, only a little bit. Right. But I can certainly understand why people are skeptical. If you get a guy who comes out and tells people to break free from the machine, get away from the matrix, be masculine, and then they're like, they ban him from every platform, then arrest him. He's never said any, he doesn't say anything that like Luke doesn't say. Like, I mean, seriously, like literally, it's not like he's like reinventing the wheel. And I don't want to get too much into his, I, I have no opinion on him. And I, I, I'm going to let the court decide. I really will. Um, and I'll, I'll go with that, whatever. But. I mean, literally, it's not like he's coming out and like saying anything that's super groundbreaking or, you know, it's he's not Julian Assange. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? He's not Edward Snowden. You know what I mean? Like people act like, uh, you know, like Tate's saying something new or unique. It's like stuff that people like Luke and I say on a daily basis, like any day that ends in why. If he did what he's accused of doing him and his brother, then he needs to be brought to justice. Yeah. But honestly... I understand why people find it hard to believe when there's zero accountability sure. for the entire list of Epstein's clients, like the one that we haven't seen. But I'm talking about, you know, Bill Gates flying on his plane, Bill Clinton flying on his plane, things like that. And there's just no question. Don't talk about it. Get the F out. And then not to mention, you've got FTX where they're trying, they're, they're going as light as possible on this guy. And, and obviously this guy's a financial related thing, but these people in the club, they get away with everything. So it very well may be that Andrew Tate did bad stuff, mm-hmm. but he ain't in the club. And he's been speaking out against the club, so he's not protected. Yeah. Yeah. As we know, for many decades now, the, the federal government has been aiding and protecting some of the worst, atrocious, horrible mm-hmm. behaviors. Um, they've been working with big tech social media that also has been aiding and abetting it to the mm-hmm. point where there's even victims coming forward and saying, hey, 
there's these photos, there's these videos of me being an underage child being hurt and abused here. Twitter looking at that, listening to the victim, still deciding, you know what, this doesn't violate our terms and policies. This is what happened here in the United States. Your tax dollars as an American went to aiding and protecting an international trafficking operation. We're off off of the coast in the Virgin Islands in the United States. They literally had an island that they flew in powerful people and they procured small children to them. So obviously this is a very important issue here. This is an issue that we can't forget. This is an issue that we need to, to fight for since everything that usually happens in our mainline political system is protecting these individuals and very rarely do we get any justice here. Now, uh, when, when it comes to this particular case, I, I know you don't feel comfortable talking about some of the accusations or some yeah. of the evidence here. So I'm just I'm, I'm just trying to, to frame some questions so we get a kind of bigger understanding here. Yeah. Um, if I could ask, um, did, did you know these victims beforehand? Did they come to the law firm? Can you tell us a little bit sure. about your background with them? And did you talk to them and from like zero to a hundred how much do you trust them um so it's i don't want to give away to, it's, it's really hard for me right now luke this is a little different than the than the john doe one gender two twitter lawsuit i mean once things are filed then i have green light to go right now i'm in limbo as a survivor advocate i've been serving one of the survivors since summer since since this past summer so i've been serving this individual on a frequent basis as their survivor advocate giving direct service. Um, anyone that knows what a victim's advocate is or is a survivor advocate. So I've been working with this individual for quite some time. Um, the other survivor is more recent. Uh, the, um, that's all I wanna say about that right now. Just to not, I don't wanna um, break any of their, it's, I have to be very mindful of what I say because I don't wanna give away any of their identities. But from your experience, you 100% believe them? Um, I believe every survivor that I serve. But I also do my part in explaining due diligence. Oh, sorry, explaining. Do, I do my due yeah. diligence and expl explaining due process. Yeah, because some people are gonna, you know, take that question and, and are saying, well, if you believe everyone, how do we know if someone's not, you know, using this situation sure. for their own personal so, benefit? So, and I could see that, and I could see that. Um, well, number one, they don't get any money from me, and they don't get. I mean, as you can see, they're not even coming out their full name yet. By the way, they will. They these two survivors probably will. We just need to make sure that they're safe. Um, you have to understand, we're, we're, we didn't necessarily know that the Romanian law enforcement was going to move ahead with what they did right then. So um, so it's it's putting the other survivors that have been building their case globally for a while, we're all in like hyper mode, um, trying to not catch up, but sort of catch up. And, and why, I want to kind of, sorry, go ahead. Keep why, do you, why do you call them survivors? Why is that the terminology? Because uh, I'm a survivor advocate. No, but, but like, what does survivor mean? Are, like, is there, survivor is there a, of abuse or trauma. Does that mean that there's a high propensity, like the end result of the trauma it, or abuse is to kill them? That's a really good point, Tim. Um, I believe that any time someone faces trauma in this way, uh, sexual assault, domestic violence, human trafficking, uh, that there is a high potential, especially in children, of their life to end right then and there. You never know how violent it's going to get. Um, and that's, it's funny, I think sometimes people think I'm like kind of a nut job because I'm so grateful to be alive all the time. I don't think they understand what I've fully been through. If you, anyone that's survived that type of trauma is very grateful to be alive because sometimes I think about the times I could have died and I'm shocked that I didn't. So yes, they survived, they, they have survived the trauma. Um, in legal terms, you say victim. Right, yeah. I, I, think, I think a lot of people take issue with the term survivor because okay. 
Survivor is like, you know, you survived a, a building collapse, you survived a, a murder war. attempt, or you survived war. Yeah. And, and you know, survive means to live, like, it, 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 I guess I suppose I would define it as living through something which may have taken your life. You survived. It's a, you're a survivor of a shipwreck. So I guess the question is, and I'm not saying it's not true, mm-hmm. you know, for a lot of these women, I could imagine that they do end up dead. Especially when it of comes course. to the more serious international trafficking, yeah. they'll get they get forced onto drugs, into opio, uh, onto opiates because it'll make them more manageable, and then many of them do die from this. My my, my concern is I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say based on the accusation of the Andrew on the Andrew Tate thing it's probably fip, uh, iffy. I think the issue is a lot of leftists, a lot of woke people mm-hmm. will call themselves survivors when it's like someone said nasty things to them or like they got into a fight in the street. You know what I mean? I don't like the word victim. Per se, though, because victim means you're staying there. So it's we can. I see what you're saying. Like you don't want to be a victim. Language. Oh, I hate it when people call me a victim. Mm. <laughs> That's one of my main complaints. Sometimes, uh, corporate press or other people on Twitter will say, "Oh, she's a victim. She's a victim. I'm not a victim. I'm a survivor." So I, I survived, and I don't want to stay in victim mentality, and I don't want to live there, and I've chosen not to. So what else? What other word would I say? I'm someone who has experienced. Uh, you know, survivor's a shorthand for an right. individual who has experienced that specific trauma. This, this is interesting. Yeah. We, we don't want to be victims. We don't want to live in victimhood. That's part of the problem with wokeness. Everything makes them a victim. Mm. So I can certainly understand someone saying, no, I'm not a victim. I'm a survivor. Then you get people on the right who are like, you didn't survive. You weren't going to die. You know what I mean? Hmm. So it's like, I, I agree. I wouldn't want to say victim either because you don't want to put yourself in a weakened state. You want to you rise above and move forward with it, right? Yeah, like, I guess people are just asking, you know, what what is the nuance here? Is this related to kind of, because abuse takes many forms. Is this psychological abuse? Is this being a lover boy? Or is this you know, running a human trafficking operation where you're procuring children or small people. What what kind of degrees are we talking about here? I think that's what a lot of people are asking sure, and trying um, to find out. Let's break something down really quickly. I don't hate the term lover boy, but I kind of do. Lover boy is a, is a almost like a slang for the coercive. Human trafficking is force, fraud, or coercion for the sale of labor or sex. Lover boy would fall under the coercive aspect. If you are coerced into... Uh, you know, le- sex or labor trafficking. That would be sort of with the lover boy. The reason why I don't prefer lover boy is because women can be traffickers. Uh, so that to me, that's not a good, I like to say coerced. If individuals were coerced into um, sexual exploitation, that's what, and, and, and I am a survivor of a coercive relationship too, unfortunately. I, I ran a poll and uh, we have about 7,400, 7,300 votes and climbing. Mm-hmm. Do you think Andrew Tate is guilty? 84% said no. Okay. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I mean, that's fine. I mean, even the survivor said, just let it, uh, you know, let the courts do their thing. Even the, we'll even see. one of the survivors said that in, in their statement. But, um, you know, I will say this. To those who want to support survivors, please do during this time, um, whether it be myself, the survivors of Epstein-Maxwell, or the the, um, alleged survivors of Tate, uh, 
please do because their um, their supporters are very loud. Um, the bots are very loud, and uh, I think it would be very helpful if you're a supporter of survivors if you speak out. Yeah. I think uh, the, vice, uh, the constant, uh, sorry, the constant skepticism like this, though, is a, maybe a consequence of the oversaturation of false allegations from sure. like a lot of the last few years. And like I was telling people, when those were happening, like the consequence of this is going to be when people do step forward, no one's going to believe it anymore. This is a tale as old as time. People haven't believed survivors since they started stepping forward, and they've only recently said, you know, my best friend I, 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 and I... Let me just say real quick. When Alex Jones was talking about Epstein, he yeah. was called crazy and a conspiracy theorist. For sure. And now 10, 12, 13, however long it's been, all of a sudden it's like, well, of course. Get Whip out the Alex Jones was right jars. Look, man, I'm yeah. gonna, I'll put it this way. I understand a lot of people like Andrew Tate, and they probably do because he's telling them to step up push back against the machine. And he's had several videos that we've praised, notably where he said, whether I, I really I really love it. He says, whether I'm happy or unhappy is irrelevant. When I If I wake up unhappy, I gotta do the exact same thing I would do if I was happy. And I'm like, that's a really good point. He had another video where he said, you gotta keep working, you can't stop. Rocket ship, going to the moon doesn't stop halfway to chill out. No, it loses momentum and it falls. You gotta keep going. People hear those messages, they're positive messages. He says, don't abide by the machine. Break free from the matrix. Take the red pill. Get away from this. He hasn't said anything that we haven't all been saying for literally ever. This is not new or groundbreaking information. He's charismatic. He's not bad looking. And he built a platform. And he's that, not and that very, works he's, for a lot of people. I mean, yeah, sure. So, it's so, great. So and I'm issue, not even mad that there's somebody out there saying it. That's the vibe. I like that information as well. I'm also, <laughs> I like that information. But, but what, we, what we said you know, earlier this week is I will look, I will care about this when they actually go after Epstein and Maxwell's client list. No, because this is this is to me. That's ridiculous. I don't don't care. So no, you don't. You can do more than one thing at once and you could care about more than one set of survivors or potential crimes at once. Except I, I agree. But what we're seeing here is this massive international and corporate press effort going after this guy and his brother. Sure. While they have protected, along with the government, protected one of the most egregious and trafficking rings survi- we have ever seen in history of this planet. And I believe that the survivors of Epstein deserve justice as well. And I believe that all co-conspirators in, in the Epstein case should be held accountable as well. And so I, I've when, served, when I've served they're also- skipping over them. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not going to give no. them an inch because they're skipping over Epstein well, and Maxwell. What, you, what you're not understanding is that sometimes there is a trickle effect. There are still things happening with the Epstein case. And I want to remind everyone out there watching, every time you think that the Epstein case is done, more happens. And you got, you know, there's only so much that, that the survivors can do. And there's only so much that they, that there's only so much that the, that the survivors can do, but they are still fighting. Trust me. This is nowhere, that is nowhere near done. You can't equate one case for another case. They're two totally different cases. So let's hopefully push for justice with the Epstein-Maxwell case and that all co-conspirators are held accountable. But also you can care about another case and hope that if if justice needs to be received, if we could get a little bit of clarification here, I just I also want to yeah. talk about the vice piece a little bit here. But we know what was happening with Epstein to a certain level, which was sure. really really bad. Yeah. Uh, outside of the legal perspective, what do you think was happening here with the Tate brothers? What do you think they were doing? Uh, um, how were they running their operation? What was really going on here, from your perspective? I'm not going to speak about that. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm very no no no. I know I know no no. Just just so people understand the, the level of like, hey, what Epstein was doing was extremely horrible. 
one bad, right? I will say taking this. small I children that say- were like like tod- like 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 nine years old, and and then bringing them onto islands to you know have other powerful people fly in do whatever they want. That's sure, really bad. So so how bad, if from your perspective, I know you, you you don't have to answer it, but how bad is that sure. related to Tate's? Abuse isn't like a um, it, because every human's different. Abuse can affect a, an individual differently. Uh, so it's not like um, there's a word I want to use right now, but it, I can't. I, know I just want to keep the show clean. Like uh, it's not a tit for tat game when it comes to abuse. It's not like one abuse is worse than one abuse. I've met survivors who were sexually assaulted one time, and it's harder on them. That one that one abuse is harder on them than survivors who have been sexually abused, locked up, chained for a very long time. It doesn't. So this is we don't play a tit for tat game when it comes to abuse. If you're abused, you're abused. So why don't we just let the, we'll let everything happen the way it's supposed to legally and lawfully and we'll and I'm all I'm asking and I get what you're saying Tim but there's a reason I'm not part of the machine I'm not part of the machine I don't even work for Nicosi who's representing the case I don't, I'm I'm not part of the machine so if I'm sitting here saying I'm serving two of the survivors in fact I've broken bread with some of the people that ha- are really super cool with Tate so I'm not part of the machine. So I guess the real question is, are, are folks going to believe like, okay, Liza's part of this big conspiracy also? I'm not part of the corporate f- press. In fact, quick reminder to everyone at home, I just went through my uh, dregs where I've been getting dragged by the corporate press left and right. Before we move on to the next story, I wanted to talk about this Vice report that just also recently came out because they detailed how seven years ago he was also accused of sexual sexual Mm -hmm. assault and physical abuse in the United Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Uh, But from that case, the UK authorities actually declined to uh, prosecute him and Tate released the statement uh, about this specifically through his lawyer while in Romanian custody saying specifically that the individuals accusing him were trying to go after money saying, quote, the police understood after the investigation that I am innocent and the police found messages from the girls' phones where they were talking between themselves and planning to lie about me, end quote. That's what Andrew Tate said according to the response of this Vice uh, report that specifically detailed how he uh, punched one girl in the arm and allegedly forced himself on another girl in in, in a shower from one of the girls who was, who was seeing it. Uh, the, the woman also decided to remain uh, anonymous here. But th- this vice report is, of course, something that everyone is talking about sure. and saying this is not the first time he's being accused of something like this as well. Did you see uh, yes. that, that vice report? I did. And, and, uh, and actually, if yeah. the survivors out there are listening that step forward and that, I appreciate your bravery. And hopefully, um, you know, I hope you get some justice as, as well if it's, you know. That's, I really appreciate your bravery. And actually, I want to say something else. I'm sorry for the way that the internet dragged you. Um, and I've been there and it sucks. And keep going. Keep going. And actually, reach out to, to Nicosi Law as well because you, we can connect you with some of the survivors. I want to jump to this story here, which uh, it, it's in line with this. It's from NBC News. They wrote on Musk's Twitter... Users looking to sell and trade (laughs) child abuse material are still easily found. A review conducted by NBC News found dozens of accounts and hundreds of tweets claiming to sell child sexual abuse material. Mm -hmm. I got to stop right there and just say this. Elon Musk takes over Twitter and immediately goes to task of cleaning this stuff up. Mm-hmm. For years, Twitter allowed and protected not only groomers, but active abusers of children. Mm-hmm. I'd like to point out that James Lindsay and I, James Lindsay got a permanent suspension for calling out actual grooming. I had two tweets removed 
because I there was an image of an adult human male showing children graphic images. And I said, they are grooming your kids. And Twitter locked my account. And actually, it's right here. Look at this. The, the prop we have from the Jack Posobiec gag says, Twitter suspends Tim Pool for calling out groomers. Tim goes off. Now, Elon Musk comes in and almost immediately cleans up a good majority of this. All of a sudden, now the corporate press is like on Elon Musk's Twitter. Where was any of this reporting when this was going on under the nose of Jack Dorsey and Vigigade? Conspiracy theory. They didn't write this stuff and this, is, and this is why I think, I, I do want to stay focused on, on, on now as we get into the, the Twitter story, but I am not surprised that people hear the Tate story and they say, I don't trust it. And then because you act, you have the active protection from the press, from yeah. the legal department, from international authorities, defending this stuff on Twitter, protecting the the Epstein client list and things like that. This is why people are just like, I don't believe it. When they know what you don't like, the corporate press, they go after you with with the same things that you don't like. Like when uh, they went after Matt Walsh saying he was a groomer. And, I, and James Lindsay. And Lindsay too, James, yeah. James Lindsay went to a conference where he spoke and I think you. I think he spoke at the same conference as Nikki Klein. Nikki Klein. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure she was a member of Nixium, right? I believe so. Yeah. And so they are now trying. They, they've been running this smear campaign where they say James Lindsay, comma a known associate of the Nixium sex cult. <laughs> they met at a conference. Like it yeah. would be like you get like you guys being associated with me because you're here talking to us about ideas. Correct. That, that's why it's just it's really hard when the when the when the corporate press comes out. And the, these authorities come out and they're like, well, you know, Andrew Tate did these things. People's immediate reaction is BS. If he, if he was actually doing this and you cared, you'd have gone after that client list. And if you actually cared, you would have gone so after the people the on Twitter. the difference there is that James Lindsay's not saying that he does these things where uh, Tate does. Well, so... So James Lindsay is There's saying, videos of Tate saying he had women who loved him working for him producing these videos. It was on his website. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the difference. James Lindsay's like, oh, let's talk about uh, cultural Marxism. Right. <laughs> and that, so that's not his brand. Right. I'm just saying that NBC News right now is trying to accuse Musk of what, what, what Jack Dorsey's Twitter was doing. And oh, Elon, 100%. And Elon, not even a question. And Elon Musk is trying to shut it down. Yeah. yeah. Well, number one, Musk inherited a crime scene. He in inherited a decade's old problem and i use decade as a sort of a benchmark i'm sure i could go back further but that was when the first piece in the guardian that i've been able to find uh there could be others out there talking about the child sexual abuse material problem on twitter uh was a decade ago so That's elon crazy. musk purchased a platform that had a decades old problem and now uh the corporate press once again first and foremost i'd like to pull up every article that that the corporate media wrote about this issue on twitter specifically prior to uh elon musk purchasing this platform how about every article from like what was it salon and the new york times that have been actively defending pedophilia or like <laughs> the the ted talk from that woman where she actively defended it there was recently, uh, what was it, New Zealand? Is, is it New Zealand now that's, that's not, they're using the word maps? They're using the phrase maps? Like, yo. Scotland. It, Scotland. Yeah. Yes. Scotland. Oh my God. The, uh. the, these people are groomers. It is obvious what they're doing and why they're doing it. And they're, they're using this now against Elon Musk because 
accuse your enemy uh, of what you do. They're projecting. Yeah, we, we saw yep. the, the cultural landscape. We saw the groundwork being laid f this, this, for this larger kind of grooming activity for a very long time. And, and it, it's, so, it, it's so insidious. It's so dishonest. It, it, it's so insane that there's corporate media outlets literally calling for uh, the, the um, excusing a lot of this behavior by calling it minor attracted persons. Mm. Uh, a police department in Scotland used, to, used that against a known pedophile. Um, so seeing this and also seeing you know individuals like Yoel Roth, the, the former head of trust and safety at Twitter, who literally wrote a thesis, a thesis um, supporting children using Grindr. Um, and now, now finally, the corporate media has a problem with this kind of behavior because Elon Musk is, is in charge of Twitter. That's, that's bull crap. They were aiding and abetting it for such a long time. And this goes along with, I, I, I don't know, what, let me know what you think, but this goes along uh, towards a larger agenda trying to normalize a lot of this sick behavior. I, I fully agree. That's exactly what I think it is. I wish I had better news for everyone. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> No, I'm serious, because if they can make the world so sick and depraved, uh, what have we become as a society? We won't fight back. If we won't fight for children, we definitely won't fight for our own freedom under tyranny. I was talking to James Lindsay at Turning Point USA, and then we mm -hmm. went up on stage, and James brought this up. It starts with Drag Queen Story Hour. And then when you come out and say drag is an adult inherently sexualized performance, mm. They go, no, 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 these are just people in costumes reading books. It's like it's like if they were just like a fairy princess. And you're like, no, 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 no. Drag is effectively stripping and burlesque, okay? It's like burlesque and not appropriate for kids, but they're only reading books. Then they grab, they graduate to drag queen all ages, drag, you know, all ages drag show. Now they're actually doing the burlesque, but it's just, it's, it's a dance show with a costume change. Then you get San Antonio, sexual, uh, and in Florida, they did it too bringing kids out, talking openly and overtly about sex, simulating sexual activities, because the whole process from start to finish was grooming. Yeah. Then you have social media promoting degenerate behavior, showing a lot of outrageous content, especially in people's user, user feeds, especially on Instagram, of some of the most borderline pornographic content that you could even imagine. And then you have, of course, porn that's readily available, free for everyone. As long as you have an internet connection, you could get to it. And a lot of children are getting it to it. And it's rewiring their brains in very negative ways, over-sexualizing them, making sure that they can never have a strong family unit and when you break down the family unit you have more people being victims you have more people being picked off you have more people being on their own and left in a more vulnerable situation and i think you know there's many layers to this and we could keep compounding it and we could keep connecting the dots but there's a lot of freaking dots i know people with uh kids in elementary school who saw some text messages about these young kids talking about being like in polyamorous relationships i mean i guess my question actually I'm in a room with men. How do men feel about the world headed in this direction? It's anti-human. But what, I guess at a certain point, I do kind of wonder when the men are gonna do a thing. And I know that makes me <laughs> not a you know, feminist or whatever, and I'm not. Mm. I only am out here doing what I do because there's, let me not get myself fully if, I, if there were, I don't wanna be doing this job. I don't wanna be protecting women that are being abused. Um, I want good men of the world to be protecting these women. But because there aren't enough out here, I have to be out here 
I agree. Yeah. I, we, but what I, are what are what are men gonna do? Well, well, or maybe I I'm think, wrong. I don't know. This is like a question that I haven't fully thought yeah, through. It's a good the, question. The, the men in this room are the men who call out Epstein. Okay. And, and Luke, of course, longer than I think the rest of yeah, us. Yeah, shout obviously. out to Luke. Oh, I didn't sure. know about your, all your hard work before I yeah. came last time. I remember I didn't know. And now I know, and I appreciate that. It, it was furious seeing VH1 promote Epstein and everyone in the alternative media screaming about it. And it wasn't just Jones. It was a lot of other people, a lot of independent journalists, including also the Miami Herald. Shouts out to mm -hmm. them. They were one of the few Mike organizations Cernovich. out there. Mm -hmm. Mike Cernovich and the Daily Mail, surprisingly, one of the few organizations that, that first started to actually talk about this in a very serious way. But yeah. first, it was independent media and, before anyone else. Yeah. I just want to say, I, I was ragging on the Daily Mail earlier hmm. because they're obsessed with Meghan Markle and Prince, uh, was it Harry or whatever? But equally, they would not shut up about Prince Andrew during yep. the Epstein stuff. And I'm like, that I like. So here's, here's my point about the men. It, yeah. it, if you look at the polls, uh, uh, the polling, Vox found that like 45% of millennial men vote Democrat. And then like 55%, just shy of 55, 55 vote Republican. Whereas for women, it's about 70% Democrat and like 28% Republican. Because there's like some, you know, like Green Party stuff in there. I, I think you have half of these guys who are weakened, effeminate, bottom of the bell curve guys who will not stand up, defend the people they love and care about. They will not be masculine. But I, I must admit, as much as I have disdain for these guys, I have more disdain for the system that tells them masculinity is bad and, and to, to be ashamed of being masculine. And that's that's one of the one of the things we see here. So. It's Phil, interesting. Phil Labate just hit me with a good Twitter comment. He said, Le legal and local. Legal, legal and local. What is it? Elaborate. In terms that's of dating? Men, yeah. Ah, I that's the solution. Legal and local. That's what, I hope that's what he was referencing <laughs> to. Otherwise, I'm putting words in his mouth. I, I, think, I think one of the reasons that people don't want to believe yeah. anything about Andrew Tate yeah. is because this message of opposing the machine plays into a larger picture of the machine is telling men not to be masculine which in turn is resulting in men not protecting women and children. And the machine is telling, is advocating for hardcore degeneracy. And so I think for a lot of people, I'm, I'm, I'm not here to accuse or, or, or defend Andrew Tate, but I, but I think what I see from a lot of people in the chat when they're split on this is, yeah. if this guy at the very least is saying, exercise, work out, be strong, be tough, and break from the machine, the end result of that puts a stop to a lot of this, whatever it is he's accused of doing, you know what I mean? Sure. I, and, and, so, and, and um, so Ghislaine did a lot of nice things too. She was at a, I mean, you, so that's, abusers, that's I mean, abusers like a serial killer isn't a serial killer like 24 hours a day, seven, seven days a week. So I'm not saying that some of the things, yeah, yeah, you should uh, work out and eat right. No, no, no. You but should I, break free from the machine. And you should, um, you know, I'm not saying every man has to be a masculine man because that's not a thing that I believe, but. I mean, yes, you should work out and eat right. You should break free from the machine. You should break free from the matrix or whatever. You should be red pill, white pill, past all that, mm -hmm. you know, but um, you should also not abuse people. I think a lot of the problem is a consequence of what Luke was saying about the family structure being destroyed. And a lot of people today, a lot of men today are, don't have father figures and they're raised with the government being their parent, the colleges being their parents. Uh, if they have a stay at home mom or dad, that, that parent is out all the time. So they're kind of being raised by... I think mostly bad 
people. But also, uh, when you're not I, strong, when you don't have a family unit, you're vulnerable. And exactly. a, the predator class, which is made up of a lot of psychopathic politicians and billionaires yeah. out there, preys on a lot of individuals who can't defend themselves, who are not strong enough to do so. Mm-hmm. Or if they mm-hmm. are victimized, they're not going to be able to go to anybody because they have no family member in order to protect them or right. even report that they're missing. Yep. So, I do get what, you, what you're saying, though, Tim. It's, okay, sorry. Tim. Oh, no, I, I want to pull up this story. Okay. This is from the New York Times. This is from about a year and a half ago. Yeah. As a woman was raped, train riders mm. failed to intervene, police mm. say. And this was just the first story I was able to pull up. About f- five years ago now, I think it was five years ago, I did a video on my main channel, Men Are Refusing to Help Women and Children. It got millions of views. And it was just like this 15-minute thing of me talking about it. There were a handful of stories. One, a woman was on a train, and some guy started getting in her face schmoozing on her and being really aggressive and no man would intervene. And Mm. then she was really angry and she was like, why wouldn't any man stand up for me? Well, there's a lot of reasons why they won't do it. Another story I read years ago, this may be like 10 years ago now at this point, a guy was in a store and he, there was a a journalist who was in a store, saw a child crying with no parent, seemingly lost. And they, and she said, I saw a man walk up, walk towards this kid, looking at the kid, concerned, then stopped, looked around, turned around and walked away. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They ran up to the child, like this person, and got a security guard to help the person. And then the reporter said, she then ran to the man and asked him why he turned around and didn't help the kid. And the man said, because I would be accused of having kidnapped that kid and I don't want to be involved. That is a crazy prospect that... We have this story from Philadelphia where a woman was being raped on the train in front of people. And what did they do? Most of them just said, leave me alone. Some of them started filming. No one did anything. Mm. There's a lot of reasons why men are outright refusing to help women. One, I think some men have disdain for for modernity, that we're in this era of toxic masculinity is toxic toxic women can do whatever they want. And, you know, without without consequence, that's how they feel. I'm not saying it's true. And so you'll get a guy who's probably watching him and be like, screw him. I don't care. Not my problem. Whereas there is an inverted. There, I was just watching um, the imitation game about Alan Turing. And uh, it's, it's, so, it's such a BS because he didn't he didn't crack Enigma. I was reading up on it. It was like some Polish guy actually who did. But he built the machine. But anyway, they he's trying to recruit this woman. And she's like, it would be indecorous of me to come and work for his majesty because it would be around men. And so then he's like, you can work and be in the women's dorms. And then he can't go to her place because he's a man. That's the alternative, right? A society where the men and women are separated. When the men are overprotective, you get that. When the men feel like they're not allowed to protect women and children, they'll be punished, imprisoned, or insulted for being masculine. You get the inverse. Is there a happy medium? Or uh, what do you guys feel about this? I'll just, I'll just say, like, someone super chatted, we're not allowed to protect women and children anymore, so why would we? And I'm like, what can I say to that? Yep. And your cops don't even protect you. Look if, at Duvaldi. If, if I'll tell you this, if so, if so, well, maybe, if this woman's being maybe raped, women, maybe um, women have given off an impression that we don't want to be protected or loved or looked after 
Maybe that's the problem. And maybe it should be up to each woman what is the best for her. I think that's important. But like I've come out and said it like I want to be protected. I want to be loved. I don't want to be out here doing this alone. I don't want to be fighting these demons and ghouls alone. Like it sucks. I'm scared. I actually am scared. I'm scared I'm going to get killed. I think a lot of people have a problem facing that darkness and they choose to just turn away. I think a lot of uh, our society is promoted like widespread nihilism I've had a lot of fathers, well. yeah, tell me they can't look. Well, they can't ridiculous. look at what I'm th- thinking about, what I'm talking about, what I'm posting. But I, I, I don't want to, you struck something in me, Tim, and I don't want to forget it. I, I do understand why people are very skeptical of these stories. Yeah. You should be a little, but not to the point where you harass survivors. What can I do as a survivor, <coughs> as a public survivor and as an advocate to at least maybe convey the story better. I don't know what I can do to make people believe. People don't believe my story. <laughs> they, they, they Evidence, don't. yeah, just getting. But what evidence am, are, are survivors supposed to bring? Because it's like we bring evidence and it's always not enough. Well, you know, so, it's never enough. It's like always something. Well, look, look at, look at uh, Amber Heard. Okay. She, she writes this op-ed where she, it's vague. And, you know, she has this narrative that Johnny Depp is the bad guy. And then the full story kind of comes out and it's like, well, they're both kind of ish heads to each other, but she was definitely being abusive towards him. And so what happens is you have this longstanding, it's been out a decade or longer, the, you know, believe all women and our, our legal systems built upon innocent until proven guilty and the right to confront your accusers. Yes. So immediately people take issue with anonymous accusations without evidence. I mean, that's especially with Julian Assange being falsely accused, that that pissed off a lot of people, especially the anti-war movement, because then they dropped it and it was fake to begin with and they used it as an excuse to lock this guy up for a decade and prevent him from doing his work. Yeah, Assange was accused of rape. A lot of people don't know this. No, then, no, no, he wasn't he was. even accused of rape. Yeah. It was like, it, it, was, it, was, it was... But that's what the, the corporate the media ran with. Exactly. The corporate media yeah. ran with, with Julian Assange, rapist. You know, that, that was a huge story that, of course, uh, allowed wow. the general public to be like, yeah, he's guilty. Yeah, maybe he should be in jail. And then they put him up in solitary. If, and they had to run away. If, if this story about the train in, in, in the New York Times, here's the problem. If a guy on that train grabbed the man who was raping that woman and stopped him, then he would probably get arrested and charged. Yeah, he would. Yeah. He would. But I think what's important is that we're having this conversation, right? And 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 I I actually right? I have a it's question like for the audience. That um, I got a question. If uh, let's try and figure out how I can how I can phrase this for you guys. Put a one in the chat. If if you would attack the rapist to stop him, knowing you would get locked up in jail, and put a two in chat if you would not want to risk your freedom and life for a random woman. Did that work? Did that, did that make sense? Yeah, I think that's a good question, actually. I, I think the truly masculine, the real masculine, mm-hmm. is a man saying, let them let them come. I'm not letting this man hurt this woman. That's, that's in line with the come and take it. You will try to aggress upon me. You will try to infringe upon my rights, but I will stand firm on what I know to be true. But there's going to be a lot of people who are maybe more cynical. And I don't even mean this in a disrespectful way, because I can understand it, where they're like, dude, if they if if they want to keep advocating for this and voting for it, if seventy percent of millennial women keep want to voting be, be mm. voting for these policies, why would I go to jail for them when they asked for it? 
And I mean like ask for the policies, not obviously to be attacked. So one of my rules is that uh, I'm not, so sometimes- Yo, it's split in the chat. It's ones and twos. It's sometimes not. I want to, uh, so it's difficult as a human to hear some of these stories, especially about children, and not want to seek vigilante justice. So I understand those who do, but I am of no use if I'm in prison or jail because I decided to go out on a freaking LARP and do things the, you know, whatever way. But so- it's like you're 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 on a train and a guy grabs a woman and throws her down. Yeah. And he's on the train raping her. And and there is people saying like if I intervene not only will I get hurt but I'll get arrested. I'm not doing it. That's crazy to me. It like I, maybe I'm wrong. I've never seen a sexual. I mean, I, I don't. Well, let me make sure I'm not. Uh, I don't think I've ever. Se- I've never been in that situation. So it's really difficult to know what you would do. I mean, does this gentleman have a, a knife? Does he yep. have a gun? Like, is he, wha- I mean, what are we talking, you know? This is why I'm an anarchist, because no, number one. <laughs> you the, see how Vicky smiled po- when he said that? <laughs> and look, look, is- I'm, I'm serious, I'm serious. This is an argument to be made here. It's not yeah. a perfect argument, but the police are slow to respond. Right? This happened in Philadelphia where people can't defend themselves. If a woman was able to have a gun and be able to defend herself, these larger sexual assault crimes, these larger rapes wouldn't be happening as much as they are happening mainly because a lot of women are left defenseless and the one way to have this equalizer is to allow people to be able to defend themselves which is illegal in places like Pennsylvania which is absolutely crazy but um, again there's been so many instances of police officers watching people getting stabbed getting hurt and just not doing anything not responding so I I just want to I want to add too, uh, in terms of the chat and the super chats the debate the people who disagree with you but other people who are making other points I, I'm really digging this. Like everybody who's commenting saying, you're wrong, I disagree. Everybody who's commenting saying, I can't believe people wouldn't help her. Everybody who's saying like, you know, how could you if the machine is gonna come against you and this is what they're voting on. That like, I think the discussion absolutely is just is just fantastic. So but shout it's out good, to the chat. It's good that we're having these conversations. Uh, talking about it is better than, and also one of the things that I love is when you think through these situations before you're actually in one. Because these are all things that could happen to you in real life. This is not a movie, this is not a test. Mm -hmm. So you should be thinking through in advance what you would do uh, and to much to what um, Luke was just saying, I am a fully armed survivor of human trafficking. No two ways about it. No, no, no discussion. Yeah. Absolutely. So, no, more and guns. I encourage, pardon, no, more. we're not going to talk about all that. But uh, <laughs> more personal liberty and more ability yes. for pe- human beings to be able to defend themselves equally against criminals it, who will always have firearms and weapons. It took me a while to get there. I had a conversation with Maj Trey because I was always sk- very scared of guns. And, Maj is great. Oh, yeah, he's he's great, isn't he? Um, and I had a conversation with Maj Trey, and my mom and I went and we got uh, geared up for her 60th birthday. So it was really fun. But, um, and now I feel very empowered and um, and I feel ready. I just don't want to be abused again or any have anything happen. And I feel like that's the only great equalizer. In my if, case. And, and training. Don't forget to train. No, no, you no. have to train I, that's part a of it lot. Too. You know. Yeah, that's part of it too. You know what? You know what the, the, the terrifying reality I think is the people in these cities like Philadelphia would prefer more rape victims and less dead rapists. And there's an interesting idea there. I don't want anyone dead. But think about, I was thinking about this in, in terms of guns. If this woman on the train had a gun, even like a Derringer with like a you know, 22 in it or something, this guy would have gotten off her real fast and, and he'd probably survive. But there's a reality that one, a woman should be able to protect herself if a man is trying to, to take her 
She can, she should, I believe she should be allowed to use whatever force necessary to protect herself from that man. But this would mean that man dies. Now, the left's argument, you see it all the time. There was like, uh, I can't remember the story, but there's, there's been a bunch of them where a guy was like breaking into someone's house and he got shot and killed and they go, you didn't have to kill him. You know, you could have let him victimize you. And then it's just like, why is it incumbent upon the victim to assume they're going to survive the attack instead of using whatever force they can to try and survive the attack? So, so the, the, the logic of the left on this tends to be they would rather the, the, the rape victim get raped and survive because it means both people live than the woman not get raped, but then kill somebody. You see what I mean? Like that, that's their logic. Okay. There was a, there was a guy like robbed a liquor store. Yeah. And then he got shot and killed. And they were like, but you didn't have to kill him. You didn't have to kill him. And the guy's like, he came in with a gun to my liquor store. I thought I was going to die. No, he yeah. was just robbing you. He was just robbing you. This is the sad reality. I don't, that, I don't want anybody not, to die. Yeah, you don't know until you're in that situation. And if it's a life or death situation. And it could be. And it very and well could be. You don't know what level of insanity you're dealing with. I don't want to live in a world where it's the victim's fault or responsibility no. for having been attacked. I think if you are being victimized, you have a right to defend yourself with yeah. whatever force you have available to you. And I think you have a right to keep in bare arms. But that I, means in this circumstance, that rapist would have died. And that, and that I got I to gotta be honest, I don't like this guy. Or had his nuts shut off. For sure. Yeah. He, yeah. Or seriously Luke. injured. I don't want him injured. <laughs> Look, I want him stopped. Yep. And if the only way to stop him, because, because women have less muscle mass, less bone density, is to be armed. And that means this guy gets shot. I would rather the woman not be raped and this guy gets stopped. But it is it is horrifying to be like, there's an end result where someone gets hurt. Well, you know what? Don't attack people because it, it is your fault. My view is if you're a rapist who attacks a woman and then you get shot, you should be criminally responsible for that bullet to yourself because you initiated the aggression. And with how incompetent police officers are or lazy when it comes to prosecuting or actually getting actual justice here, that, that's, that's going to be maybe one of the sure ways to actually get some kind of uh, redemption here. If, if, real. if you are committing a crime and then someone dies in the process of that crime, you, the criminal, are responsible. So, for example, you and a friend, are, let's say uh, guy A and guy B rob a liquor store. Liquor store clerk shoots and kills guy B. Guy A, in many states, will get charged for, for, for that. Like, there, there's, there's other circumstances, too. Uh, probably a better way to describe it is, if you're in the act of committing a crime and a bystander has a heart attack and dies, they will charge you hmm. for, you know, in, in many states. Interesting. My view of this, if you are a, so I, I don't care who the person is. If you are a criminal and you're attacking a woman or, or, or anybody, and then you get shot, you should get charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon even though someone else shot you. you. You started it. It's your fault. Maybe that's a little aggressive, but I don't know if the, if, the, if the law has actually stopped the crimes. I actually just kind of feel like if these cities allowed people to keep in bare arms, I actually, I think Philadelphia is not good, but Pennsylvania tends to be. Ain't nobody's going to attack a woman if they know she's strapped. Yeah, but they're promoting well, lawlessness nice with this. it would be nice to not have to be strapped. Yeah, like, but, but, but this That is, would be nice. I agree. Like, but, but, but I know it's not utopia and I can't live in like... Yeah, I get it. I mean, there are evil people in the world, regardless of what happens or whatever laws put in place. You have to be prepared to defend yourself. And even 200 years ago, it was bears, wolves, coyotes. Yeah. There was always danger. But in Ankapistan, Ankapistan. There always is <laughs> danger. be a little different. I mean, there's nothing getting rid of danger. I mean, bad no. people will always not find a way evil, to have not guns. Not danger, I'm saying we'll deal with did, things yeah. differently. Did, did you ever see that video, Luke, 
we probably talked about it, where the guys playing the game City States. Have you ever heard this? Show? Yes, we talked about this so many times, and it, it proves what I've well, been talking on, about for a very proves. long time. It's a video game. So it's real life. Okay, it's a, it's a video game where you build a city state buildings, factories, apartments, housing, etc. And you set policies, more taxes, lower taxes, more authoritarian with police, less. And so this guy, um, I think you guys are, are going to know who he is because it's, it's such a good video. He's like, I'm going to get rid of all government, no taxes, just let everything go crazy. <laughs> it's going to be a crime ridden hellhole. There were, so eventually he's like, wait, what's happening? There were ski resorts everywhere. There was zero <laughs> poverty. Everything was a skyscraper. Every citizen was super wealthy. And he's like, what's going on? How is this happening? There's like no government. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Can we try this experiment once? Yeah. I mean, it, and even when it was practiced somewhat, like in Singapore or in Hong Kong, especially with the larger financial ramifications of a laissez-faire kind of government, we had that. We had prosperity. We had so much people progressing and, and getting wealthy and getting rich and helping each other and so much less poverty whenever the government doesn't intervene. And when they do, it, they're just acting like thugs. They're, they're just acting like gangsters, getting a cut of their money, screwing everyone else over. And this is why I think the biggest enemy towards humanity is big government. And we should always try to be pushing <laughs> against you, it as much as we do you can. Think I think that's Luke still so possible much. with like the population we have now who is so like subservient. There's to gonna the be a messy period where there's gonna be a lot of people winning dark. Darwin Awards, but right. maybe they deserve to win Darwin Awards, right? Ah, right. And, and no, no, let's be real. Let's I, be I real. understand. Like, 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 would you rather have people win Darwin Awards, or would you rather have, uh, you know, the federal government use your tax dollars in order to send small children to yeah, private islands no. so so uh, people could go there and do no, something I'm else? For, I'm what's, what's the lesser of two yeah. evils? Um, you know, waging war, nuclear holocaust. We could we could get into it. Bioweapons, we could get into it. What's the lesser of, of two evils? What's what's going to lead to, to less harm? In my personal opinion, what I'm describing. I, I just wanna I wanna stress this again. Like the people who are chatting, super chatting, arguing, and very defensive of Tate, the people who are there's less critical of them. I just gotta say, like, I feel like this discussion is one of the best discussions we've had on a on a variety of issues, to be completely honest. Like Again, agreed with all of the people who are disagreeing and arguing in defense of or against. Like this is this this feels substantive. No, I and I love the conversation. This is the thing that people don't realize about me. Regardless if it's good or bad or if people are talking trash on me or talking about my story or whatever, I'm just happy we are having these conversations. We used to live in a time where a survivor, if they wanted to release a statement, would have to wait for the corporate <clears throat> press to care and then green light it mm -hmm. for it to maybe be in the back of the New York Times. Now, I'm a survivor of human trafficking who serves survivors, came up here on independent media, told you folks, and now it's out to many people and we can all talk about it, but we're still talking about you know, human trafficking, domestic violence, sex abuse, child abuse, child sexual abuse material. We are talking about these things. And let me tell you, it makes predators big, mad, predators down bad and abusers down bad. And that's the way it should be. You know, I think that before I was searching for this answer, like, well, where are the men? Well, maybe it's you gentlemen here giving me the platform to have the conversation so that we can keep the conversation going and other survivors don't feel alone. Maybe that is what men are doing. And maybe I, w I wasn't seeing uh, the full vision. Well, men should also I mean, be protecting Musk women in public as well. <laughs> like that's uh, that's obviously you know, not it's, happening it's, like these train stories. But this too, the conversations let, are let, important. Let, let, I let, love me, it. Let me, let me pull up the story. Uh, this is a, a tweet from NPR highlighted by Libs of TikTok who said that uh, NPR is big mad that uh, gender queer is being banned. 
NPR wrote, in 2020, <laughs> the book Gender Queer received multiple honors and was headed for a fourth printing. By spring of 2022, it topped the ALA's list of most challenged books. And you know why? I, I can't show it on YouTube. I, 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 the NPR article doesn't show it. There are graphic sexual images mm -hmm. in that book. Yep. And they and it, and Amazon listed as eight, eight, eighteen plus. Everybody knows we have it right here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, check it out. It's right there. It's it's Ian. Ian got it, and I can pull up the image. There's there's a few oh, in wow. here. Wow, I, I did. I don't. Have you ever? Don't, you, you know this I, one, right? Yes, of course, I know this. One. I I'm, I can't even. I know. It's it, that proves that we're in dystopian world. I am. I am that looking that right now at. I can't even show it. But but you guys mostly know. And this is the crazy thing because people need to see. They need they need to see this book was being given to kids, and so. This whole thing, this book, not only do I believe its intent is to groom children by exposing, look, they say it's 18 plus on Amazon, but they are giving it to grade schools. And that's why it's being challenged. Mm -hmm. Introducing kids to kink. It is not reproduction. It is not sex ed. It is kink. It is kink advocacy mm -hmm. because they're showing toys and prosthesis and things like that to children. This is part of grooming and radical gender theory which is resulting in, as we were just talking about, men not protecting women. One, the attack on masculinity. You know, masculinity mm -hmm. is a fantastic thing. And so is femininity. They are, they are it's yin-yang. They are two pieces of this great puzzle of, of the world. They complement each other. But for some reason now, I mean, I assume, you, um, I, I know many people can just assume the reason. The narrative is that one side is extremely awful and bad no matter what. Mm. And so what you end up with is men who don't want to be masculine, they're being told to wear dresses, they're being told to be effeminate, and this results in men not standing up and protecting women. It results in women then being victimized. It results in women then advocating for a world and policy and law in which they have no protection from males. And so it's, it's, it's akin to gun law in this way. In the city of Chicago, you can't have guns. Like, you sort of can. It's very, very difficult. What happens? Rampant gun crime people being shot left and right. But good, innocent, law-abiding people can't have guns. In terms of radical gender theory, it results in good, humbly masculine men being unable to stand up for, the, for what they believe in, to protect women and children and even other men. And it results in the most toxic and evil men exploiting and taking advantage of women mm. with, 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 with no hindrance. It's anti-future. Uh, <clears throat> I think I've heard Lou say this before, and I, mm. I agree with him when he says like we're more in like a cultural revolution in terms of like Mao in the 60s with China. Mm. And when I see this stuff with the, what they're doing to children, I see it as like uh, a way for them to destroy the future. Mm. Like Mao destroyed the past and a lot of Chinese culture, language, art, statues, stuff like that um, to then recreate the future. And then by destroying the innocence of children, they are literally destroying the humans of the future. Um, and that's like, so scary to me is I'm watching kids, young kids who are inheriting nihilism hmm. from their parents who refuse to stand up to do anything against the bad stuff. And it's just like, well, you're screwed. Cause how do you fix that? How do you fix nihilism in a nine year old? You know, you know what? I, 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 I view myself as a positive nihilist yeah. and there's negative nihilist. Let me explain. Yeah. So I can give you a very rudimentary understanding of nihilism. Basically like, how would you describe it? Nothing matters. Total meaninglessness. Total meaninglessness. Aww. But hold yeah. on, hold okay. on. I don't disagree with that. I take it to a positive place. Meaning is what you decide it is. Life has the value that you ascribe to it. If you, so I had this, I had this phase when I was younger where I was like, what's the point of anything? Where does this all go? And then I thought to myself, if this doesn't go anywhere, 
then there's no, nothing holding me back from trying to do the best things I can in terms of what this world considers to be good, whole, like positive and constructive. And then I meet a lot of people, a lot of left activists especially, who are negative nihilists. Mm. Nothing matters, so why don't we just burn it down for fun? Right. Mm. You can think nothing matters. I have no problem with that. It's what do you do next? For me, it was mm. like, if there is no in inherent mattering to anything, that means we assign that value, we decide. Mm. And if I decide, I'm gonna decide on good things, making people feel better, giving them good long-term solutions, longevity, family, life creation, exploration, those are all good things. Yep. I'm, I'm with you on the positive nihilist thing, because I'm, I'm the same way, because I see a lot of meaninglessness in the world, and I'm finding meaning in my family and in my own religion that I'm working on. But like, I think what we can agree on is we see a, a hope in people, whereas the negative nihilists want to destroy people and themselves. And that's where the anti-human, anti-future comes in. And I think the positive nihilists, as rare, more rare as it might be, I'd imagine, like my view of the world is, I wouldn't call it absolute nihilism. I would say I do see a lot of things as being meaningless, but I do think there is meaning to us, why we are here, why humans exist. Mm. And so I would, I would find myself more in agreement with a staunch conservative, like you know, a Christian or, or religious person who, who genuinely believes in larger purpose and something bigger than themselves. I'm like halfway there. That's why I say I believe in God, but I'm not like religiously theistic yeah. or anything. If you are someone who believes there's no meaning, but that if that's the case, we should be the best people we can be because we made the meaning. Mm -hmm. Like if you, if you don't think there's a God or morality and you think nothing matters, and then you decide from that, I wanna make sure everybody lives the best they can because it's up to us to decide. You, I think that kind of person is gonna be more aligned with people of faith and religion who, who are of a similar, right. not, not saying everybody, every religious person is a good person. Right, oh yeah, of course not. <laughs> no, <Nope. But, laughs> I'm saying the good people with you. of faith and the good people of positive impact will mm -hmm. work together with smiles on their faces. And despite my nihilism, even it, it might be mostly positive, uh, I believe in free will. And I think a lot of people who are negative nihilists are determinists who believe that there's no, everything's set out for them so there's no point to their life um and i know those people personally and I'm, i i argue with them on the ideas of free will and determinism i think determinism is another anti-human idea that means you're stuck in whatever path you're in and there's no point these people have no fight out of their negativity it 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 is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It bums me out. Oh, yeah. It's super like I've sad. told this story, you know, at Occupy Wall Street, there was this prominent writer. And we had a conversation, like they were nasty to me and they were smack talking. And then when we talked in private is this woman and she was very much just like, oh, I don't care about anything. I'm a nihilist. It's just fun. And I was like, <laughs> well, look, I, I agree with you that for a lot of people, like you look through life, you look at everything and you ask yourself to what end? If I do this, then what? If I have kids, then what? If I build this, then what? What's the point? Why not do something else? And I was like, so I, I take from that the desire to build something positive that has a good result that grows. And she goes, yeah, but if it doesn't matter, then isn't it just fun to burn it all down? And I'm like, mm. not really. People suffer uh. from that. And if there are people who do have meaning in life and you're causing them pain, pain is bad. 
But this was the mentality of these like Antifa types. Oh yeah. That's why they don't care to throw a brick through a window. It feels good and who cares? It doesn't matter anyway, right? I'm into seeing the establishment burn. Like that's fine to return a type of power <laughs> to the people. What you say? No, no I mean I that mean, wholeheartedly. Yeah, uh, but like I. What do you say? Burn the simulation down? Uh, well, yeah, because I don't believe I don't believe the simulation like how Elon believes it. Like in a video ones. I mean that they've put a organic organic organism simulation on top of our base reality, and that should go because it's it's stripping Luke, us of uh, our free will. You say in a video game, but I just want to point out like. If Maybe it, we are in a video game. If it was possible, possible. if it was okay, look, <laughs> if it was possible to set a fire to the code that is the universe, you know, we'd be in very serious trouble if someone could like I'm going like burning on the simulation is a, is a figurative statement that just means like. You know, it depends how you view the simulation. Yeah, you know, maybe the Large Hadron Collider is a way to burn down a type of simulation. It'd be funny if the Large Hadron Collider is like there's a bunch of global elites who genuinely believe we're in a simulation, and they're trying to like manipulate code. (laughs) They're trying to like, like I mean, that may be a way to view it. It's like the code of the universe. They're trying to manipulate it. Possible. Could you talk to people who've opened up portal who said they've been with portals who bring in beasts through other dimensions so i don't know i i've heard some crazy (laughs) ayahuasca stories yeah right and how much of that is in their minds and how much is like is that really beyond the veil or whatever do you think there's a layer to a lot of this um a bigger kind of abuse stuff when it comes to the spiritual war that's happening out there because we know there's people like uh uh, brina brovimich that do spirit cooking we know that there's a lot of rituals we know that there's a lot of also individuals that believe in in kind of a satanic order have you seen anything uh like this from your line of work or have anything to to kind of add to that i have not so i don't really just by happenstance it's not that i don't haven't tried or actively tried or not tried i know individuals who have experienced abuse with some of that but uh but i haven't served any survivors specifically that have faced that type of abuse i think um the survivor that actually had had the organization that saved my life eve's angels kind of delves into some of that there's there's some survivors that i know like rose mcgowan kind of comes from a darker childhood we're friends um but it seems like almost okay, do every. Do I think it's, it's evil? It's, yes. Do I think there's um, something like a deeper dark? energetic yes, spiritual war definitely. to all of this? Of course. Which, which of course. I, I think there is. I think yes, there's I a think plethora there of, of as, a lot of evidence. As, as I get older, things start to feel more like demonic yes. and and like holy or light. When I was younger, I, I, I genuinely was like, there's no such thing as good or evil. There's just people of different perspectives and views. And then I get older, I learn more, I travel more, I've been to other countries, and then I'm just like reading these stories and I was like, these people are evil. Mm-hmm. And, 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 it's, yes. and it's, it's, I mean, it may be hard to understand because it oversimplifies, but I think you get old enough and you look at the behaviors of certain individuals and you realize there is nothing pure, there is just malintent. Yeah. Yes. It is a darkness within them. This is why individuals like you know Jeffrey Epstein and Bill Gates were connected together because they believed that there was too many people on this earth and that they were all, all both eugenicists. They all believed in, of course, having um, you know, a, a class of individuals. Epstein was doing a lot of human experimentation yeah, and a lot of scientific projects, especially when it came to him cloning uh, a large portion of, of, of the earth. A lot of weird what? stuff was going on. Yes, he had um, he had one of his scientific experiments that we actually know about was that he was trying to get as many women as he could so he could impregnate them at the same time in order to <laughs> spread his genes yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. So that's that's literally what these people are, are up to. That's literally some of the thinking that goes into it. Some 
some people say it's because they just have too much money, too much power, too much control, and they just do things in order to get some kind of feeling and effect from it because everything is meaningless to them. Or some people say that they've been overcome and, and taken over by larger spiritual demonic forces that they're acting on behests of, and they've been kind of hijacked by them, and they're kind of doing their bidding. So whatever you may believe on this particular topic, I think there's a reason that they do have a lot of these kind of uh, ceremonies, a lot of these kind of uh, larger actions, a lot of the times bragging about a lot of the stuff they do in plain sight. Um, I, I think there's, you know, I could go further down the rabbit hole, but um, I don't want to do that on this show. Yeah, the, but it gets, the, the rabbit hole gets a lot deeper than it goes here. Yes. There's a few things that um, brought me back to believing in God years ago. But one of those things was when the Epstein news broke, I was like, this is the most evil thing that I could imagine, like in my time yeah. um, with the kids and stuff, that if there's something that evil, there must be a counter, a good, you know, a balance to that because in nature, I see balance. I see, you know, in the seasons alone. Um, so I, that was like a, a big moment for me when I remember it was like a beautiful day too. And I was just like, it was so, it, it became so dark when I really went down that rabbit hole mm. and, and investigating that story. So I think, I think, I think it, it happened hurt, for a lot of people. I think it really, um, I think that story broke a lot of people. And I think that's why we sort of saw and I understand why. I mean, it's devastating. It's horrific on a scale unimaginable. Mm. Um, but I think that's that sort of breaking of the mind is sort of why a lot of folks went down a, a role of following. Um, I don't want to get you trouble. QAnon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like went down that because their brain broke, and they were like, "If that isn't true, you know, if that yes. happened, then what else is happening?" Yeah. You know, one of the things, and I know Luke will understand this, like Epstein was really bad. The United States government will bomb millions of children and keep wars going, mm-hmm. you know, kill, kill millions for a, a paycheck. So, I mean, this Epstein, absolutely yeah. horrible. Yeah. Many, many survivors globally, yep. many that we will never know their names. Yep. Think about what, the, what our own government oh. does as far as. I consider our government like a serial killer. Well, it worse. Mean, yeah, uh, I mean, on a, massive on a massive scale. scale right. And we fund it. Because I always think of Tuskegee, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Just, we fund uh, it. The thousands, it's, it's hospitals we've burned. The yeah, thousands exactly. of survivors of the UN globally, mm-hmm. at the hands of the UN, you know, child exploitation, mm-hmm. sexual exploitation, and we fund them mm-hmm. 22%. Humans 27%, at... 27%, sorry. It, it seems like humans at scale become sociopathic. Yeah. I mean, look, the US certainly is better than basically everything else we've seen throughout history we've done tremendous in this country for advancing civil rights yes you know different groups and uh we have a great degree of freedom that many countries have never had but that's that's thanks to the initial seed planted of this country Mm -hmm. and you look at all the you mentioned tuskegee Mm -hmm. mk ultra i mean there's a lot there's (laughs) a lot messy aren't we oh yeah it's bad but aren't humans messy but but you look at stalin you look at communists you know uh i wonder if it's powerful socio uh, sociopaths rise to power and 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 just like i shouldn't say socio- sociopaths but people who have no empathy in general mm-hmm. people who just don't care about you who view themselves as god rise to power and then cause mass harm or is it just that when the machine of humans collectivizes and becomes too big they just have tremendous power that causes harm in various ways I think it's both. without accountability and without care right it's probably both like I, I think I mentioned this when Bryson was on but we talked about unit 731 with Japan yeah. what they did to people which is they, atrocious they, I'll give you an example they would take someone and stick their arm through a hole yes. into sub-zero weather 
So their arm would freeze while they were still alive inside. Then they would pull their frozen arm in and shatter it with a hammer. Yes, I believe vivisection is something they also did where they would open up someone, watch the organs work, and then make them eat themselves. But uh, yep. what I was going to say is there were people in there who probably just part of the system who get chewed up on, on both sides, obviously. But then there are people in charge, like the, I forget his name, but he ended up becoming like a giant uh, a CEO of a big pharmaceutical company. Um, I forget what it was at this point, but it became a huge one in Japan. So I think there's a mixture of greed with mm. those people, the power, and then they just have a lot of people that they um, they can control. It's crazy stuff, man. Oh, it's evil. Angela McGirdle from the Libertarian Party put up a super chat. Yeah, she gave you a shout out. Did she? Yeah, yeah. She that's gave one you of my shout-out. besties. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, shout out to you, Angela, and actually <laughs> shout out to my cousin Nathan. He's a big fan of yours, Tim. Sick. Oh, right on. He saw me on the last, I should tell you guys this story. Um, he saw me on the last episode and he didn't know anything about any of this whole thing. And um, we were at his mother's funeral and he's rather shy and we haven't talked a lot, um, but we don't have any beef. We just don't talk a lot. He's a pretty shy person. And um, it was at his mother's funeral, unfortunately, she passed away. And the first thing I think he's ever really said to me that was like, he was like, Scion, Scion Timcast. That was weird. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that was weird. But it was kind of cute because we had a bonding moment on such a rough day. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, that's been one thing that's kind of been weird about stepping forward is like now my family knows everything. And uh, but let, let, let's uh, I'm sorry. You should you should finish the thought. Sorry. No, you're good. I was about to ramble and you probably saved me. Oh, okay. <laughs> so thank you, uh, actually, Tim. But let's talk about you, Elon and Twitter before we go. Because folks might not know that story, and it's well, pretty what awesome. Uh, which one? What happened? Let's. Uh, let's uh, do that. The fact that I worked my butt off for two years to get to get Twitter to make changes, and begged and begged, and I did it all <laughs> by myself with no government help and no money and no support from any organization. I did it all on my own and got the attention of Elon Musk, who purchased the platform and then made the issue priority number one. I think That's it's great. a good story. Did you have silence from the previous Twitter administration? When you uh, out, like? Jack Dorsey did help me out um, a little bit, okay. but it wasn't enough. Yeah. And um, yeah, Elon Musk, Elon Musk has been absolutely incredible. He's been gracious, he's been kind, he's gone above and beyond uh, to support me and to implement new suggestions. And I don't know what this new hit piece is about, but uh, I can just assume it's in the least favorable um, light. And I don't remember them doing such deep investigative journalism while I was out here screaming oh, for the exactly. past two years, right. um, two plus years actually. Um, but it was really learning about the story of John Doe 1 and John Doe 2 that uh, sort of set me on that crusade. And I'm so grateful to Elon Musk for even listening to me um, and starting to implement some changes. Yeah. So. Yeah, right on. You you mentioned, Q, I wanted, I wanted to pull up this story mm. from the Salt Lake Tribune. These Utah brothers want the Supreme Court to remove Joe Biden from the White House and reinstate Donald Trump. <laughs> The U.S. Supreme Court could decide on Friday whether or not to hear a long shot lawsuit that alleges members of Congress broke their oath of office by certifying the 2020 presidential election. Now, I'm sorry if this comes off as dismissive, but long shot is an understatement, not because I'm not making an argument on the merits. I always think that uh, merits should be heard out. And sometimes that means summary dismissal. Sometimes it means discovery. Sometimes it means summary judgment, whatever. Um. But the idea that, what, what, what are we looking at? The idea that 387 members of Congress, the president and vice president would be removed by the Supreme Court is just 
so far-fetched, I, I do not believe there is a reality in which that could happen. Okay, obviously, if there's infinite realities, it happens infinite number of times. <laughs> but I'm just like, as much as it, I mean, I, I, I wish. How amazing would it be if, like, come Monday, the Supreme Court's like, we're going to hear the lawsuit. And then they bang the gavel and they're like, you're right. Congress dismissed, president gone, and then we have no Congress and we have no executive branch. Luke? Sounds pretty good. <laughs> one, one, one could only dream. <laughs> right, right, right. I think anything's possible. I don't know anymore. The last five yeah. years have, have proven to me that literally anything's possible. But this does seem like an evolution of a lot of the Q stuff where people, I had friends, I would go over to their house and they'd be like, all these people have died. And I think they're, you know, in Guantanamo. And I'm like, I don't know about that, dude, but maybe. Well, I, I don't trust these news outlets. Like the Salt Lake Tribune says it's making accusations of fraud and all that stuff. Maybe I just don't believe them. Because yeah. I think there is actual grounds for a lawsuit based on procedural elements of the 2020 election. That right. is to say, is universal mail-in voting constitutional? Some of these questions never got resolved in many states. Texas v. Pennsylvania never even got heard. I think it was Texas v. Pennsylvania was the major lawsuit. And the Supreme Court refused to hear it. So there never even was an argument about whether or not anything that was going on was constitutional. I think the court should hear that. If that is the basis for this, I certainly don't see a reality in which four, 300, uh, nearly the entirety of Congress is removed. I think 75% I think of this country would be in favor of that. Isn't that kind of crazy? Mm. Approval for Congress is so low that if they pro if they held like a like a like a, a convention of states and co and a referendum on like just removing and restarting congress i bet it would pass probably so i'm seeing a lot of people cheer the last few days which is exciting in, in terms of Kevin not McCarthy. On a speaker right yeah you know i see people I'm, I'm friends with who disagree with me on certain things politically but we can all enjoy that because it's just uh, stalling a place that i think seeks to uh, harm us anyway well at 10 o'clock they are going to reconvene in the House, and then Kevin McCarthy is claiming he's going to win, so we'll see. But I, I, I can say this. Whatever ends up happening with the Brunson thing, I'm going to go ahead and bet probably nothing. I, th I think the Supreme Court will not hear it. If they do, I will be very surprised. But regardless of what you think about this case, I think it's fair to say that there is something deeply wrong with this country. And that, and that, and that we all recognize it, whether the left recognizes it or the right does. The establishment, there is something deeply wrong. And what that solution is, you'd think would be a regis of grievances through a lawsuit, but it seems like none of these things ever have an impact. And the argument from the machine is always they're meritless. And it's just like, come on, man. You know, as you wrote about with the Carrie Lake stuff, mm -hmm. they, they, the judge ruled against Carrie Lake. She's appealing. But there, there was evidence presented that needs to be accounted for. That is to say, why were the tabulators rejecting ballots? Because they were 19-inch images on 20-inch paper, so they couldn't go through. That creates a problem. And you can't just be like, oh, well, don't worry. They dropped it in a ballot box and it got counted later. And it's like, okay, so let's have a conversation about how at, what was it, 72 locations? Yeah. Someone changed the images on these printers. Yep. Like that, there's, that if, they if the, just started talking about on the, on the second day of trial. Exactly. And they denied it happened in the first day. Right. So if the end result is that there was one guy who went around going and pressing the buttons, lock him up. Mm-hmm. But they just ignore it. That's yep. the problem. Yep. Even the courtroom couldn't run things technically, like proficiently. <laughs> so like if a small closed system like a courtroom couldn't even get like uh, HDMI cables right, what makes you think all when, these elections are wait, going Wait, wait, you safely? guys still have faith in government? <laughs> right. I, yeah. Luke no, and I, I don't. That's Luke and thing. I checked out. <laughs> <laughs> you think they're going to do something good for you? It's, it's like no. I'm trying to, I know I don't have faith in the government, but it's like I'm trying to keep faith in people. 
but I'm having I'm losing faith in people because I even think if we remove the government, like I was saying to you about moving on to an You'll anarchist, I know, but but how? <laughs> because there. I'm surrounded well, by people who truly worship the establishment. Well, the argument I would make is because a socio, socio, uh, psychopaths usually flee to uh, the biggest positions of power. This is mm-hmm. why government is a vector for them yep. and we should always push push back against them. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you were raising yeah. your hand trying to say I know, something. I was... No, I'm, I got a tech tech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Practicing with, oh, my, I usually talk with my left, so I'm using my right. I know. agree, That's but but tech. yeah, the, the other thing about that trial that was upsetting is like, I was also kind of having flashbacks to the, the summer of the riots because even if you have evidence, even if they show it in court, a whole country could look at it together and half of them could just not believe the evidence. Like a, even if it's a video showing these things not working, right. people would be like, nah, don't believe it. And it's like, the problem isn't about the evidence. It's not about the, the, the system really, because now it's really about just how we view our ourselves and the world. And I, that's where I'm like, my pessimist nihilism is starting to creep in because we're we're not in a good place there. Totally, same. I'm, I, I'm so white pilled about the future. I so that's because I was going to ask you like, you you talk to a lot of survivors. Yeah. How do you keep hope, and when you hear all these like dark stories? So there's evil and there's darkness in the world, but there's also a lot of good in the world, and good and light and love will win in the end, mm. and unfortunately. Not everybody will make it there with us. Not everybody gonna make it, but it will win in the end. History has shown us this repeatedly over and over again, no matter how dark things are. Some will make it and good and light and love will win in the end and it doesn't stay bad forever. I love that. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna ask one quick question before we go to Super Chats. I was just thinking about this because yeah. I'm seeing people chat. My, my question is, and it's not just for you, but for, for anyone. Can a woman choose to be a sex worker at the request of a man. Can you say that again? If a man asks a woman to be a sex worker working for him and she says yes, is is, is that a legitimate choice she made? So the woman is over 18 and the man's over 18 and is there and the coercion? Said, is there coercion? Like when you say ask. Just, just, uh, just we'll put plain and simple. A man goes to a woman and says, I'm gonna create a cam business how would you like to be one of my cam girls? And she says, yes. Is that a legitimate choice on her part? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It just depends on it. It depends on the uh, the entire breakdown of it. So, uh, and by the way, every there everyone's going to have an opinion on this and many people won't agree with me. Um, I believe that an individual can be a willing adult entertainer. Um, but that would have to come from inside the individual that wants to be a willing adult entertainer. Um as far as someone asking, like, if you said to me, hey, Eliza, I um, need an extra host on the show. Will you come be a host on the show? I could then choose. But I, if even if I didn't ask you to be a host on the show, then I would still be choosing to be a, ho- a host on the show. Does that make, I don't know. Well, so it, so here, here's the reason. Each situation is going to be different. So the- if coercion, if force fraud or coercion is involved, it's human trafficking. If it's not involved, then it's not even human trafficking. Even if it's just having you host a show? Like if a no, man- no, 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 I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to mix the two with the camming. 
No. Well, so this is, this is that would I, only be labor trafficking if you use force, right. fraud, or coercion to get me to work for you for free and you kept the money. So for free. So if you were free paid. or a little bit of a pay. So this is what I was getting to because someone someone said in the chat, yeah. regret is not rape or something like that. Mm. And others made the point that if women chose to do a job for someone, the reasons they chose to do the job aren't aren't material. And so here's what I was thinking. I made a tweet that got a lot of attention and I thought it was hilarious. I said, if sex work is work, then can an employer require his 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 staff to service him? As I remember part of that job? tweet, Tim. <laughs> and but it's but it's but here's the problem. I remember that tweet. It's a real question. <laughs> um, it's a real question that they can't answer, and that's why they got mad. Because clearly, sex work is not work. Sex work is sex. So work. no means no. And uh-huh. if an individual at any time uh, expresses that they're not comfortable, they should be allowed to go Fired. or allowed to stop without, uh, I'm, I'm going back to the original question, mm. just to be clear. Um, but as far as coercion goes, it would depend, and some folks identify. So do I think uh, uh, someone uh, can willingly do that work? Yes. So do I think folks can be coerced into doing the work? Yes. So, and so that, would be up into the, that would be up to the individual doing it and in the case of a survivor stepping forward or victim stepping forward, we would let the court decide if it was coerced. So was that it, person able to leave at or, any time? Right, so would Anytime? It, yes, so would it be coercion? If I said, Shane, move to, from, move from, from California to West Virginia where you will have this job hosting this show <laughs> and don't worry, we'll make sure you have a place to live and if Shane was like, man, it's going to be really hard for me to move. Don't worry, man. We'll take care of you. Then he gets here and I say, I want you to take the garbage out now. Otherwise, I'm, I'm firing you. Is that coercion? It would depend on the nature. I mean, uh, there's a lot like of variables be. there. I don't know. Was that part of his Let's, job that you agreed right. on? Was yeah, there a written agreement? Now, now this is, that, this that is my point. Coercion. If, if, if you go to a person who lives in Canada and say, move to the United States. Yes. You'll be here on a work visa. We'll pay you X amount of dollars. We'll give you a place to live and you will do job A. Yes. Then they arrive and you say, you know what? We also want you to take the garbage out from now on. And they say, hey man, I didn't agree to do the garbage. Well, if you don't do it, I'm, I'm firing you. You can't, but if you fire me, how am I gonna get back to my home country? Well, that's too bad. You should have thought of that. Like, is that coercion? Are they holding the papers? Are they restricting them from walking out no. the door? No, you can leave. Good luck getting a plane mm-hmm. back to Canada though and finding a place to live once you go back to your country. Is that coercion? Maybe you lured them there under false pretenses, but I would let Maybe the not. courts decide coercion. I, I don't. To me, that this, was, this, doesn't this, sound coercive. It, okay, it is okay. coercion. It is coercion in a way, but not in a way of human trafficking. That's so what, what I if say. what if a guy said to a woman, "Come work for me and be the host of a show. Yeah, we'll pay you." Yes. Then she gets here and they say, "As part of your job, you'll be performing sex acts." And she goes, "No." Well, then you can get out. You're fired. And she, is that coercion? Yes. So, so well, the, right. But this is my point. The only difference is the action. If the action is something like physical labor, you say, well, maybe it's for the court to decide. If it's sexual, hands down it is. That's my point. Sex work is not work. Sex work is clearly distinct. Sex work is clearly its own category. Well, that would also possibly fall under sexual harassment. That would be a couple different uh, crimes, but I'm not well, gonna. You, this, is, this is the point I was making to the left. When they come out and say sex work is work, they are basically saying that whether you are performing a sex act or taking out the garbage, you're doing, you're doing work. And then that's why I asked that question. No, that's not true. Because sex is clearly in a specific protected category. I mean, like acts of a sexual nature that taking out the garbage is not. Mm. You go to a lawyer and you say, I want you taking out your garbage. If they say no, you can fire them. 
you cannot go to a lawyer and say, I want you to start performing gratification on, on another person. That's illegal. So, so as much as many of these leftists try to make that argument, it's just not the case. And that's why I agree with you. Telling someone to come out for a job that's like juggling bowling pins. And then when they get there, you say, you also got to clean the floors. And they say, no, well, then you're fired. Yeah, well, too bad you got fired. But if, if they say, come out here to juggle bowling pins, once they get there, they say, now you've got to perform sex acts. Okay, now you're into that trafficking, like you're in that coercion territory. Happens a lot, more yeah. than you'd think, actually. Yeah. It's, I don't know. That, the, that's switch a, up, the switch up happens pretty quickly, too. But in it's, the blink it's, of an eye, and especially when you're scared, it's hard to just uh, walk away. It's interesting that it's a more, it's, it's a, like, that view is more conservative. The, the leftist progressive view tends to be that sex work is just work, and who cares? Speaking Unless and until you advocate for that to be applied to the labor market, and then all of a sudden the 50-year-old fat slob has the right to incorporate in his smoothie-making position sexual gratification. Well, it's just work. That was, that was kind of my point. Like, if you think it is just work, and I don't, then why couldn't an employer say, job description for store clerk, ringing up the cheeseburgers, handing out the bags, and giving blowjobs? Right. Speaking of uh, conservative, uh, folks should go to my Twitter account and check out my statement. My statement's probably the most savage uh, thing you'll read this year, directed at the right. Well, all right. But we're going to read some super chats. So if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, become a member at TimCast.com. No members only show tonight. It's Friday, but we do have a massive library of members only content, uncensored, not so family friendly. And uh, we really do appreciate your support because with your support as members, we are building a lot of really awesome stuff, notably physical locations currently underway. We're going to be launching a skateboarding show, not just skateboarding, more than that, scooting, blading, biking, etc. And uh, the goal is to have cultural influence, to inspire people, to make the world a better place. Long story short, protect the family, individual responsibility, and uh, freedoms, Molan Labe, things like that. Let's read. The Great Treasure says, if you want to be traditional men, women need to be traditional also. Hmm. I think that there is a, um, I, I, I saw that gender bell curve where they say it's bimodal, like there's some overlap in the middle. Mm -hmm. And that's how I feel. I am totally fine with women having jobs, I'm totally fine with men being stay-home dads, but I think that it's like, we don't want the absolutes. We don't want a complete inversion where men stop working and become effeminate and women become overly masculine because that destabilizes. We want people to be free. So not as rigid as things were 100 years ago, but we still do want to recognize, in my opinion, the differences between males and females, masculinity and femininity. Yeah. How to a great you? degree. Yeah. Yep. Do I still get to keep my hair short? That's the question. Uh, yes. Do I get course. to keep my hair short? Of course. All right, here we go. Here, we're going to get into the contentious nature <laughs> no, of those barca. who... Some, some love Tate, some hate Tate. <laughs> David Robinson says, Tim defending Andrew Tate just because Tate sounds like Luke on certain topics is very tribal. Just because the system doesn't like you doesn't mean you're good. Eliza, you are stronger than most alphas like Tate. I am not here to defend or condemn Andrew Tate. I've not seen evidence other than accusations. That There you go. Right. So I don't know what else I'm supposed to say. It's possible that they smeared him like they smeared Julian Assange. It's mm -hmm. also possible that when he talked on podcasts about having women fly out to perform on cams, there you was something darker there. You should read my statement, there. Tim. You should read my statement because you haven't had that same energy about the Epstein. Epstein, it's like all, all, all co-conspirators, all co-conspirators should be held accountable. But now it's like, oh, let's pause. Let's wait. But what do you, what, what do you mean? Like with Epstein... We had transcripts released. Yeah, there's, so of, there's uh, more stuff being released. Why don't you look into it and you've then got, you make a decision? Right, 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 right. That same no, no, energy. No. I've, I've seen videos of Andrew Tate. Yeah. 
it's been a month. Not it's been it's been three weeks. Yeah. The Epstein stuff's been a few years. 11, uh, 13. 30 but, years. But yeah, like, I was going to say. I, and we, uh, and, 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 and look, about him, like, that we know about. The, circum, the circumstantial evidence, along with the hard evidence when it comes to Epstein, when it comes to the outright admissions of yeah. some of the people associated with him, is very, very different from it's been three weeks and Andrew Tate just got arrested. You okay. know what I mean? Okay. So we'll see. We'll see if the energy stays the same. Yeah. I mean, I've. Outright said there's videos of Andrew Tate saying he had women working for him just because they loved him. Then he had women working for him because they wanted money. And then she threw up in his in his apartment. He said, I'm not going to pay you. So she goes to the cops claiming he hit her. Like there's a lot to the things he said if you've seen these videos. And there, the, what, the way the left has described it is he went on. He, there's like an hour's worth of him admitting to committing crimes. And it's like, yeah, it, it, there's an hour's worth of him admitting to being kind of like a dick in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But it's been three weeks. So I'm not from the left, and um, oh, I know. I'm, not I'm saying that's left. that's what they were posting. And I've also advocated for Julian Assange. I stood in front of the DOJ at uh, you know Free Assange rally in October and spoke. I was a speaker at the Assange rally, so it's not like I'm just go down every like rabbit hole that somebody's been accused and and do that deal. But I think that um, I think this is worth looking at. Ace Blackstar says, unlike Epstein, Andrew doesn't have his fingers in the government of many countries to cover up for Epstein, so I will not believe or even support you until he's proven guilty. Stop calling him an abuser. It goes both ways. We're actually getting a, a decent uh, debate here. I, I appreciate it, you guys. Like, you don't got to agree with me, but I uh, I appreciate you guys uh, chatting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at that. 22,000, 50, 50 on smash the like button right there. It's 53 and 47 for 22,000 votes. It's a lot. I mean, it's it's usually like two thirds, so it's skewing slightly towards. I have yeah. not smashed the like button, mm-hmm. but eighty four percent said they believe they they did not believe Andrew Tate was guilty, right. and that's not just saying they think he's innocent. It's that many people are saying, "Show me the evidence." Cool. Right. right. There's there, there's well, we'll there, give it a little time. There's a lot with Epstein. There's a lot with Epstein. Yeah. We'll give it a little time. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and, and like I said earlier, if he's if he actually did these things, then he needs to be locked up. Yeah. And, By and, the and, way, and it, I hope I'm it, wrong every single time. Like we were right. saying before, I hope I'm wrong every single time. Sorry, Luke, go no, ahead. No, no, and I think the media narrative also matters here because a lot of the times the media was running protection for uh, Epstein. He, they were. Uh, here, I, I, they're like running about pizza box stories. They're running fake news. They're discrediting themselves yep. based yep. on stuff. So this is why automatically people jump to this. Okay, but, but I'm not from the media. I've I know, also I know. Yep. been smeared by the media but, in the but, last but month. It's not a, it's not, they it's not, hate me. The left no, doesn't like me. I'm just me. explaining look, some of the thinking of what's going on. And I understand that's why I'm here, here as a peaceful, um, maybe middle person to be like, hey, folks, I'm from your, I don't want to say side, but you folks rock with me. You know I'm the real deal. So if I'm saying let's take a deeper look, hopefully that carries a little bit more weight with people that might have normally been a little bit more skeptical. Yeah. Well, I, I would say the, the, the general yeah. idea, I think, Luke, it's a real good example. The pizza box story yes. was completely false, false. and insane. Mm-hmm. And so right away, the whole narrative has launched off of a false premise. It's just, let, let, let me read this right here. Yeah. Reese uh, Mendocino says, I'm in no way with Andrew Tate, but we need to recognize that most of the boys who flock to him are a result of boys and men who are hurting from a collapsing culture and awful dating market. We need to do better for them. Well put. Yeah. Well put. Well said. Yep, yep. All right. Charlie Harris says, what crimes has Tate been formally charged with? It's a matter of public record, so there's no reason not to say it over the air. I don't think he's been publicly charged He's with being investigated for being a lover boy, um, rape, and money laundering. 
that that's what we know. He's being investigated. The, the whole false narrative around the pizza box thing was so annoying because he has mm -hmm. a compound in Romania. They don't need to know he's there. They know he's there and he has a massive compound. But the fake news also discredits the legitimacy of, of this story. So the corporate media, just by running fake news, does so much injustice to uh, all of this. Well, they did, they, yeah, they've done the same thing to me. They did the same thing to me with, with Elon Musk. They've done the same thing to Tim. They've done it to, I mean, they've done it to you. They've done it to all of us. Yeah. And it sucks. And they did it to uh, Brett Kavanaugh, if you remember what happened to him. I don't know if you remember of that course. story or, or, or your of response course. to how that was going down. Sure. I mean, I I believe in due process. I think that that, and I've always, I've said that since the beginning. If folks want to put in due process into my Twitter search bar, I say, I, I believe the survivors that I serve, and I explain to every survivor that I serve, due process. You can't just believe every single story. So I understand folks being skeptical. That's cool. Yeah. Um, sorry, go ahead. Raymond G. Stanley Jr., in reference to the Philadelphia train story, says, drop kick him, Tim, drop kick him. I said, uh, <laughs> I would drop kick the dude. If I saw a guy jump on top of a woman, I would, I'd, I'd, I'd jump on him. Like if he was standing up, I would run up and drop kick. And I like, I'm, I can't, I don't know, man. I've had a lot of people, they, like everybody seems to be of this mindset that everyone else is gonna be like them. And mm -hmm. so they'll say things like, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't, <laughs> I'm like, don't project your views onto me. Like there, there's a video, I, I went on Tucker because of this, because Antifa got in my face and started swinging at me. And I, I clenched my teeth, tightened my abs, and I leaned forward. You can watch me do it. I, I get I get I get angry, especially when these people get in my face. And I, I just I don't know, it's the kind of person I am. And I think too, I don't know, you, you, you get screwed with enough in places like the south side of Chicago or traveling around the world where trust me when I say like I'd probably I, I would I would drop kick the guy. I don't even want to say probably. I I'd probably just lose it. I I'd probably I'd something. probably black out and be like, I don't even remember what happened. I just went on the guy. <laughs> I know this is totally unrelated, but I just want to say something. I just want to let everybody know I'm working on this case for free. I serve all the survivors that I serve, the public survivors for free. I get no money from this. Nobody's paying me to be here. Nobody's paying me to say anything. I got no money from the Twitter, uh, advocating for the Twitter survivors of Twitter. I did all that work for free. Um, everything I do, I do for free and usually lose money. So I just want to say that because I know people are going to say a thing like I'm in this for money. I'm literally not in this for money and I actually lose money doing this work. Giovanni Lycia <laughs> says, can you elaborate on what the machine is? Mm. The establishment. It's a reference to the machine, like, you know, rage against the machine. Of course, they rage on behalf of the machine these days. But uh, the machine is the establishment, the control. It is. You want to talk about the cathedral? The cathedral. Yeah. The cathedral. Yeah. Yes, but a course. lot of people don't. Yes, of course. The cathedral, <laughs> darling. Um, yes, of course. <laughs> no, the cathedral yeah. uh, is going to be like your school system. Starts at the school um, by, what would you call it, Luke? Like, brain, not brainwashing, but sort of indoctrinating the young children. Then it goes up, to, up through the government schools to the universities. Then it goes to corporate journalism and then to the government. Good? Cathedral? Yeah. Sort of. But... Yeah. It's, it's well. that, that basically the machine is just like imagine this giant factory where it Hollywood and big tech in there too controls production it controls what you're allowed to say it's where all the establishment establishment people are it's 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 robotic it's duplicitous it's it's unempathetic and the, the opposite of that is freedom yes so you so imagine there's a big factory <laughs> inside you wear a jumpsuit you do as you're told but there's food square and you know and you and you keep your mouth shut. You do it. You do. You're, you're not allowed to talk about certain ideas. You do your job, and then outside in the wilderness is freedom, where uh, mm. figure it out. That's it. I prefer 
dangerous freedom over peaceful slavery. Hmm. Yeah. Every time. The backlash Every says. time. Yes. Every time. Obsessed. Yeah. I'm actually obsessed with that. Hey, it's, it's, I think it's the best way forward. It gives me life. Let's read this one. The backlash says, in 1993, I very publicly opposed the progressive assault on men, masculinity, marriage, and family. The Seattle Times almost destroyed me. Men turned to MGTOW to strike Atlas Shrugged style. Mm-hmm. MGTOW is men going their own way. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, I, I don't, I would, I'm not going to pre- pretend to know everything about what MGTOW is, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong. My understanding is it's like men just living solitary lives and just going their own way and either like being alone or, you know, just avoiding relationships and stuff. I don't know about MGTOW. I think one of the problems is society, for, like, it's created this this very hard imbalance in the relationship between men and women. And I, I feel like a lot of it's on, on purpose, Malthusianism or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, this, this idea that, you know, I'll put it this way. Abortion, child castration, uh, you know, uh, hormones in the water, all of these things result in lower population. Yeah. Is that on purpose? Up for you to decide. I think it's just very interesting that there's powerful, prominent elites that are going around saying we got to reduce population, and then all of these ails of society which are doing just that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's grab some more super chats. What do we got here? Mundo Mars says, "I used to be pro-abort because I thought people have common sense, but when I heard a girl say that her birth control is abortion, I lost all hopes in humanity." By the way, may I ask support for my YouTube channel, Mundo Mars? Keep up the good work. Appreciate the super chat. All right. What was that? What was that? Um, super chat. Derpington says, the comment that I think Ian said, even the cops don't protect you. Yeah, they're literally not required to. Anarcho-tyranny in action, baby. That was Luke who said the cops don't protect you, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There's many documented cases, including uh, the Joe Lazito story, which is absolutely crazy. He's a friend of mine. Look up. We are changed. Joe Lazito. Be prepared to be uh, mind blown. Mm-hmm. I was thinking Uvaldi. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, man. The Parkland. Yeah. You know, it's like, what are we paying them for? Going. Yeah. All right. Part-time Doge says, guys, John Bolton thinks he would be a viable 24 candidate. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> he also may have announced on a British show. A little confused if yep. he did or didn't. He did. He, He's he, going to get negative votes. Like, somehow. It's just like, negative three. I, or I all the suicidal happened. people who want World War Three are going to vote for him. And then uh, he's probably going to become president oh, of the United That's, States. So the long-term game plan is to make everyone depressed so they're suicidal. <laughs> then they're all going to vote for John Bolton. John Bolton's going to kill us by starting World War Three. So Wow. Yeah. It's like, debunk. You, you know what we should do? That sounds horrible. <laughs> I, got it. I got an idea. That guys. sounds guys. horrible. Yo, okay, hear me out. You guys have seen Twilight Zone, right? Yes. Remember the one with the guy with the glasses and the books? Okay, here's what happens. John Bolton de- becomes president, declares war. He's he's riding in the bomber, flying over Iran, and they just bomb everything, and then there's just explosions all over the planet. Then he's walking through the rubble of Tehran, and then he smiles, and he goes, well. And then he leans down to pick up, you know, a, a welcome to Tehran sign, and his glasses fall up and shatter. And then he goes, no, it was time now. It was, you guys know that one, right? <laughs> no, you never seen that one? Oh, come on. Of this whole image. The, the world ends and this guy just wants to read books. And then when he reaches down to pick up a book, his glasses fall off and break and now he can't read books. And it's like the apocalypse. <laughs> so like John Bolton in the rubble of Iran and the world is destroyed. Yeah. It was time now. <laughs> Sorry. Who, who would John Bolton run with? Who, who runs on that ticket? <laughs> Satan. <laughs> <laughs> so like Jeb Jeffrey Bush? Dahmer. Okay. okay. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer. No, no, no. But in all seriousness, like, who would run a Bolton ticket? Is it a Bush? Ghislaine Maxwell. <laughs> <laughs> 
Crenshaw. I think that's what he said. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Crenshaw. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Crenshaw. That's what this morning was Crenshaw. Bolton, oh, Bolton Crenshaw. Liz Cheney. <laughs> Bolton Liz Cheney. Yeah, I think you're right. I think Cheney, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bolton Those Cheney. Those names make sense yeah. they, they lose what a bumper sticker. Let's, let's bomb the Middle East again. Like, we, we looked in the ballot box, and not only were there no ballots in there, but it was a void, a rip in the time-space continuum. <laughs> <laughs> it's spitting out ballots for us. I don't know how this is happening. Ballots are coming out of the box. Where we get uh, Christian Wolf says one. I'd make Frank Castle look like a Boy Scout. Woo! That's in reference Jeez. to the one. If you would sacrifice yourself to save the yeah. woman, mm -hmm. Frank Castle. If you don't know, is the Punisher. Yeah, I think the Punisher. I, I love the Punisher stories. I mean, it's 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 a fantasy. But let's be real. But man, there's something satisfying about justice. Have you guys ever seen um, Law Abiding Citizen? Mm -hmm. Nope. Gerard Butler. He's uh, at home when some burglars break into his house, crack him over the head, rape his wife, kill, I think they kill his wife and daughter, and then he lives. And then uh, let's just say he gets revenge on everyone. <laughs> Unfortunately, they spiked the ending. I'll, I'll spoil the movie because it's old, but apparently the ending was supposed to be like, so years later, he tracks down the guy and he vivisects him and films it and... Mm slowly slowly ends this man it's insane wow. he intentionally gets arrested because he planned this whole thing and then from and then he murders his his cellmate to get put into the special cell that he already tunneled through so he can freely move about committing crimes and going after the prosecutors going after the system that refused to get justice they cut a deal with with these guys and then he gets mad and apparently the ending was supposed to be him destroying the city and getting revenge but um the other guy, what was his name? Jamie Foxx, I guess, didn't want, like, that's a bad ending. It's a bad guy winning. So he ultimately loses in the end, and it's not as satisfying. Because there's something just very Punisher-esque about him being like, my family was killed, and the system let these guys go free. So I, I, it's a good movie. You know, it's good. Darius Harvey says, I think the Believe All Women narrative really hurt true abused victims. No one wants to stick their neck out anymore. Hmm. I agree. But how I do mean, we... I mean, Christine Blasey Ford, right? But how do we... She lied about everything. Okay. My, I believe. So how do we look, listen to uh, some folks lied. that maybe aren't, um, I don't know, credible, but... And then, like, you can't discredit all survivors just because, or so individuals that step forward or accusers. You can't uh, discredit everyone because of a few bad experiences. I mean, we've been saying the same raggedy... There's no discredit. There's I agree, no, but you can't no be extreme. You can't also believe everyone at the same time. Right. And I you, agree. And I, I'm not, I'm but not I saying, believe the survivors I serve, and I believe in due process. But it, uh, you're, you folks aren't advocates. If you folks were advocates, you would also believe the survivors you serve, and you, also explain. Do you go into these any of the situations with skepticism first? Like, do you have to say no to certain people when they come to you? I don't. I I, I don't have room f to be everyone's advocate. Right. Especially everyone that asks. Right. Um, there are some cases that I'm probably better suited to serve. Yeah. Um, for instance, th this case, because I'm under I understand now what it's like to have my life destroyed by the corporate press, right. by the public, by the bot farm, you know, that's attacking. Um, I understand the left right dynamic. Mm. Um, that's why I'm well suited to be an advocate in this way. Yeah. Here yeah, in this I'm, case, I'm worried because I, I find myself doing it all the time too. I lead with skepticism now but with what, almost everything, which is an unhealthy place. I think transparency. Okay. You know, the more people but see how much evidence, does a survivor and, have to give for people if, to, to gain think, trust of people? I would say as as much as 
possible, unfortunately. Because people like, un- if, have if so dude, much skepticism. If a dude came to me and said that some guy robbed him, help me, I'd say, okay. I'd call the police and say, I got a guy here who's been robbed. Am I going to believe 100% that he's telling the truth? It's like, no, but we'll pursue you know, the allegations because that's the that's fine. But why justice. is the first gut instinct for people to go online and talk trash? What do you mean? Well, okay, it's not for depends, every person. Depends not on the people. way they're talking trash because there's trolls who yeah. just talk trash, and there's other but people who are also like the. Um, but they troll everything. They troll everything. That's true. That's true. It's just it makes it really difficult for survivors to step forward, and I'm always yeah. trying to think of how we can make that a little bit easier. Um, I, I I don't know if you can. And okay. The, yeah, it, without infringing on free. Sp- yeah, you're right. Well, we, we, it's just we we protect the innocent, and and protecting the innocent means. Let, let, let's talk about Mattress Girl. Remember Mattress Girl? She walked oh, out with yeah. the mattress on the college oh, yeah. campus. Yeah, and, yeah, and she was the abuser. And yeah. she got everything handed to her. Yep. Society abused the guy that she abused. The victim was beaten down by the machine. Right. So basically, the, the long story short. I don't know short, that case, so I can't speak on it. Woman walks around with a mattress around Columbia. Uh, was it Columbia, I think? One of those. Claiming yeah. that she yeah. was raped. It turns out she was begging the guy to be with her, and the guy didn't want to be with her based on messages that got released in a lawsuit. The school threw him under the bus. His life his life was, uh, I don't know if it was destroyed, but severely, he, he got kicked out of school, I think. And yeah, like, expelled. and then she got the cover of magazines. The machine propped her up and protected her and she was the abuser. Christine Blasey Ford. Mm-hmm. She claimed that she was too scared to fly. And then they asked her in the hearing, like, didn't you fly like this point? She goes, yes. And did you fly here? Yes. And she goes, I'm so scared about, because, because 35 years ago, I was assaulted. I have two doors on my house. And then it was like, that's because she's Airbnb in another portion of her house. Like this woman went in front of the country and, and, and then you had, what was her name? Swetnick, where she claimed that Brett Kavanaugh was part of gang rape college parties where they would line up outside the door and, and, and with kidnapped women who were drugged. And so the issue is you come out and you make an accusation. I say, we do our preliminary investigation, but we're not here. If Luke came to me and said, Shane punched him in the face, it's like, well, why would I instantly believe something bad about Sh- about Shane? But Tim, people don't. I wouldn't snitch. They people don't. <laughs> Take we would handle together. It. Yeah, <laughs> people don't believe I'm a survivor, and I've never said anything about whom because I'm not legally yeah, able Mike, to. Michael, Michael Tracy recently did a thread about this. Uh, I don't, I don't well, know that was, it. of course, I saw. Yeah. Um, and I know why that was. I was really embarrassed for him because it wasn't factual. I wish he'd done a better job for him. Well, well, here, here, here's the thing I would say f- for you in that regard is you've come out, talked about your experiences, mm-hmm. advocated to help people, mm-hmm. and you've not actually targeted another person. I think you've actually kept that private. Because uh, I'm not legally uh, I'm not legally able to speak about it. That's well, why. And there's a detriment said there. said that to multiple, multiple journalists, but it's kind of like, okay, but, well, what I have done is uh, I had the organization that saved my life on Twitter Spaces speaking about that, what that process was like saving my life, um, going through a play-by-play, but the organization now has come out and said that. I've given a really decent timeline of everything that I did with that, the safe house that I went to. I talked about the safe, gave the name of the safe house that I went to. So the organization that saved my life was Eve's Angels in Chicago. They had multiple locations at the time. Um, Annie D is on Twitter. And um, I went to you know, Refuge for Women in, in Kentucky 
You don't go, you know, that was the safe house that I went to. That was where they sent me. So why would you come out and say all that? And I understand skepticism, that's fine. But what, what, you have to look at incentive. What would the incentive be for me to come out and say that I'm a survivor, take no money for any of it? I'm not selling anything. Well, yeah, but you, you, but there's no you can incentive. Make up a reason. Okay, like sure. Like anyone could if they wanted sure. to. Sure. So let's say, like, hypothetically, it is made up. What's my biggest win so far in public? Getting Twitter to address child sexual abuse material and make it a top priority? Well, that's why I'm saying. Like, what? We'll so, give you like, the where's the, the like, win? Where's the win there? Like, what's the big win or what would the big gain well, be? No, no, I'm no, not no. asking an abuser for this, money. This, I'm not asking people for money. This is why, when it comes to your story, it's like, oh, the only thing you're doing is getting Twitter to fix the problem. And, and so there's, there's no conflict. I'm advocating for when survivors. It, when it comes to Andrew Tate, it's. People know his show and have seen things they like from him. Mm -hmm. And then there's people they never heard of accusing him of doing something wrong. So when it comes to choosing to believe or not believe, person A, I don't care if it's a man or woman, person A comes to me, person B comes to me, person A says person B does bad thing. I say, well, I, I don't know that. I've not seen it. You want me to immediately join in your accusation against person B. Now, that's not easy to do. What we do for the legal system is we say, we heard you. Let's do our preliminary inquiry to see if there's a preponderance of evidence. Upon discovery of one, we will then move for an investigation. Upon discovery of evidence, we will file for an indictment. And then we'll try to prove to a jury of our peers this person did the things they were sure, accused of doing. Sure, no one really said that about Maxwell. No one said that about the Epstein co-conspirators. I get what you're saying, because I agree with you. What do you mean? Like with, with, with the Epstein stuff, we've gotten to the hard evidence over a decade phase and people demanded accountability and it went to indictment and then Epstein died. And what then it evidence went to have you seen in the, Eps in the Epstein case that you felt in your Photos mind of Andrew Tate with Ghislaine Maxwell and Virginia Dufresne, and then her saying yes because he did these things. No, no, Tate. no, not Prince Tate. Andrew. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was Prince, like, Andrew. My Prince brain, Andrew. Yo, Prince my Andrew. brain just fried. <laughs> it's too late, and we're getting the Andrews mixed up. I apologize. Sorry. There was a lot Prince of Andrew. There was a lot of testimony, especially uh, uh, how endowed Epstein I gotta was. I got to eat that one. With, Oof. <laughs> Uh, my yeah. brain was in the process of... I was about, uh, I was about to not to stop you. I was about to a be like, let me Prince, play this out. Prince Andrew with go. Virginia Giuffre <laughs> and Maxwell, <laughs> as well as flight logs with all of these people. And it's been yeah. it's been 10 years and there's been... Look. Yeah, the, the evidence it, was yeah, overwhelming. If you feel like some evidence comes out, we'll do another conversation and then we'll chop it up then. Let's wait. Yeah, yeah let's see no, that. Witness, How about that. Witness testimony is evidence but not proof. And so that's why I said if Andrew Tate did these things, he should be held accountable. When it comes to Epstein, we're at the point where we wanted a legitimate investigation, but we knew the FBI was covering it up. We knew that, what was it, Luke? They had documents. They had folders and binders and in video information and things like that that were labeled and they never released. Photos, videos, all of that. Cassette now, tapes, now, surveillance oh, I know tapes, it. And, and what of is the a big story. Sarah is still trying to get the videos. Like, this is still in the process. Epstein isn't done yet, folks. I said that once already tonight. The Epstein Maxwell case is never done until it's done. Mm. It's not done. All yes. right, we should we should grab some more super chats because uh, I got to grab at least a few more, and we're going to go a little bit late. Tav Nazian says armed women make fewer rapists. Fewer rapists reduce the need for armed women. Unarmed women create more rapists. More rapists create <laughs> armed women. There you go. Uh, the wheel turns. Mm -hmm. Richard L says clearly the machine attacked Tate. For what? <laughs> for what would they be attacking him for? It's He's an not saying anything that why, new. why was he banned from all these platforms? I'm not at liberty to discuss that now, but further, you will understand later. I I mean, that's not good there, enough for me. You know okay, I mean? well, like, let's put so, it this so, way. Go read every platform's terms of service. Mm -hmm. You are not allowed to use Instagram or any other platform 
for um, human trafficking, child sexual abuse material, child sexual exploitation, or to facilitate any crime around those things. It's FOSTA, SESTA, signed in 2018. All the platforms know this. And, and he Twitter. was doing that. I'm not saying he did that. I'm hmm. saying, could you, do you think maybe there was another reason? That he was do doing you think, it? Has, has an ex-playmate come out and talked about uh, her experience? Yes, she has. You can pull up the article of being contacted. So I'm just saying there might be more here that meets the eye. Sure, so sure, why don't sure. we chill on the um, attack by the... the the only people that truly I'm, I'm, get attacked no, no, on, by the machine I'm are going to be I'm, like Julian Assange and uh, Edward Snowden and folks like after, that are actually doing They went doing after Jordan thing. Peterson. And, and the Jordan, machine? Yeah, they called him a Nazi. They tried getting him fired. Now they're trying to put the him corporate press. Yes, yes, of yes. Of course they did. And they tr and, and now his university is forced him to go through re-education. I understand, but there's a difference between like take away okay, his medical. Maybe license. I'm not understanding the machine because this isn't language that I use. Mm -hmm. Are you talking? Uh, so yes, people are attacked by the corporate press. I have also this month been and, attacked and now, by the corporate press. And, and now the, in in they're trying to take his medical license away from him. Yes, they are. And I, I said and, something and, about and, that. And and what and why? For what reason are they doing Wrong these think. things? Orwellian stuff. Is it not possible that it's the same thing with Andrew Tate? Sure, it could be. So I'm not going to defend the machine until we can see clear evidence. So when we say, well, maybe he got banned because he was doing these awful things, I'm like, no, 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 no. Okay. Until you come out and say like, look at this message from Instagram, that's what got him banned. I'm gonna be like, I, I could also come out and be like, he was facilitating illegal recipes. Hmm. He was advocating for smuggling. <laughs> I could make up a million reasons yeah. as to why he may have gotten banned. And I understand that. So, And I don't I, mind skepticism. That's fine. It's, it's, it's not even necessarily about skepticism. It's about like, yo, if this guy did it, please prove it to me so we can get him locked yes. up. Yes. And yeah. if it's not the case, the right, then... That's the right stance. I think that that's a correct stance. I think yeah. that that's good. I just... Um, it's funny because I thought I would come here and talk about Elon Musk and Twitter the entire time. And literally, we did not talk about it. We did a little bit. We did. Yeah, we did for like 20 okay. some, 26 minutes, I think. No, you're good. I, it's just I funny timer. in my mind, I was like preparing the whole day for that. And now it's like Tate Fest. <laughs> well, I mean, you had... You, you led with big news. news. Yeah. It's yeah. all good. <laughs> it's all good. You know, I never have this type of stuff planned fully and I just go with the flow. Yeah, like the, the, the Epstein stuff... Everybody thought was nonsense for a long time. Just, yeah, and then for and like then ever. you had the Miami Herald, you had Mike Cernovich, and you had Project Veritas yes. basically do this triple hit, and then all of a sudden it just damn broke. Yes. So uh, my concern is when we've seen things like Blasey Ford, when we mm -hmm. I should say Kavanaugh and and Mattress Girl and a bunch of other stories. I mean, even Lena Dunham didn't she she accused the DJ? Yep. She falsely accused the DJ. And to individuals out like, there that have reason? been falsely accused, I want you to know I love you too. I think that that's heinous. I think it's horrible. I have um, men in my life that are close dear friends that have been falsely accused. They have explained to me in great detail how it ruined their life. Um, and I don't take that lightly either. Don't All right. like either. This one's critical. The Raz Rodriguez says, as much as I want to agree with, quote, awful guest, I am grateful Timcast brings in people that I don't 100% agree with uh, or us watching. Good job. More, please. I'm, I'm awful guest. Could be. Well, you, there's, there's obviously. Let's talk about shade, clearly. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's there's, shade. there's big tape fans who are, they do, they, they're very, very critical. But then there's also people who are mad at me and they're very defensive and, and supportive of you. So it's 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 split. It's very split. But I think it's a good conversation, whether it's for or against. And Tim and I are cool. Just so everybody yeah, yeah. knows we're gonna be cool. I wanna I've wanted to hug him ten times <laughs> throughout this. Well, this this, this is what I'm saying. Like, we gotta have like for the people who disagree and are angry about yes. it, like we need to have that conversation, you know what I mean? Yes, let's talk. And, and we've got your super chats too, and like we're we're having that conversation. 
So uh, Angela McArdle says, Eliza, thank you for your advocacy work. It takes courage to come forward and we desperately need more courageous people in today's culture. I love Angela so much. She's brave. I need to stop watching YouTube says, I don't believe Eliza. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you and many people. <laughs> Let's see. Captain Creativity says, Tim, I think you described absurdism, not nihilism. I don't think I described absurdism. Hmm. Yeah, I think absurdism is a little different. Yeah. Where are we at? Let's grab they one. They probably uh, overlap a little bit. <laughs> They're talking about Camus. Philip R. says, I'm a little behind, but the reason men cannot help abuse survivors is plain and simple. Women victimized by men hate men after that and then usually go lesbian, no joke. <laughs> I, I don't think that's true. That's definitely not always true. That's definitely not, not, always, not true. always true. No. I don't know. It feels like a, a, a internet trope that's not real. Yeah. That feels uh, that's something pushing it like an incel line. I feel like that's not a... I'm not going to accuse you of being an incel or anything, but that's, uh, that's a little bit a little bit aggressive, a little bit ridiculous. Daniel Domasig says, after what they did to Kavanaugh, I'm skeptical. Yeah. I mean, I'm less... Uh, with Kavanaugh, I was very skeptical. I mean, he's a family guy. He's religious. They had investigated him before. Mm -hmm. These accusations made no sense. With Andrew Tate, he's got video clips of him talking about bringing out women to do cam work, and you're like, okay, well, let's take a look at this. Let's, let's see what this is all about. I don't know about detaining him for 30 days. It's like they need to publicly release some evidence because this is a high profile case. You know what I mean? My only ask is not that you have to believe 100%. You don't have to believe 100%. Just don't tear down survivors until we can figure out what's going on. Well, Maybe that's where I'm not communicating well. I'm not asking you to believe me, believe everything, everything everyone says, but can we just not tear down survivors and make it more difficult for other survivors, you know, minors, survivors of Epstein? Like, just imagine how needed it was to get those people off the street and committing those crimes. Let's just not tear down survivors in the process or accusers, if we don't like the word survivor, um, victim. Let's just not tear them down until we I, figure out what's going on. If our goal is to protect the innocent, then we want to approach any accusation with like balance between the individuals involved. We don't want to insult the person making the accusation. We don't want to insert, insult the person accused. We want to say, okay, I hear you. Let's figure this out and figure out who's actually at fault. Mm -hmm. Like who, or I should say not who's actually at fault, but is there, is there a crime here? Is there, is there a slight? Yeah. And that's what the courts are for. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. Let's, uh, let's grab uh, one more here. What is this? Chris says, Tim, I used to ascribe to your views of positive nihilism, but recently I became more fundamentally theistic because now I believe that man is not capable of creating meaning in a substantial way. Get Jay Dyer on the subject. He could represent the position well. Very cool. Ace Blackstar, we'll read one more. Will you call for the arrest of the accusers if they are found to be lying and also pay every cent you stole due to your actions? Hmm. I, I, I think he's referring to the people who did. I don't know yeah. about you because you said you don't make money from it. No. But the people who, if they're found to be lying, should they pay restitution and should they be arrested? Hmm. Accu like accusers. Uh, I believe that if someone makes a false accusation of domestic violence, sexual assault, um, trafficking, any, anything like that, I, I do believe that then it falls on the, then it falls on the fact. Yes. True that. Arrested. Charged, yes. all that stuff. Yes. Agreed. And pay, right. and pay uh, restitution as well. Yeah, absolutely. Because I've talked to people whose lives have also been destroyed. So I don't take false accusations lightly. Right on. Yeah. My friends, if you haven't already, would you kindly smash the like button if you so choose to? Become a member at TimCast.com. 
Check out our massive library of uncensored members-only shows, plus shows like Tales from the Inverted World and Cast Castle at TimCast.com. We got a bunch of really awesome stuff on the way, so thank you all so much for hanging out on this Friday night. And uh, the debate was fantastic, so I do appreciate, I appreciate when people come in and disagree. It, 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 we, we need it, you know, so I, I do like it. You can follow the show at TimCastIRL on Instagram and Twitter and wherever else. You can follow TimCast News on Twitter. You can follow me personally at TimCast. Eliza, do you want to shout anything out? At Eliza Blue at E-L-I-Z-A-B-L-E-U on Twitter and um, coming soon you, myself uh, Ian and some other folks are going to be making an announcement about an event in April oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> right on we're not it's not official to launch it yet but there is yeah. something cool coming up in Austin in April yeah it's gonna be fun Ho yeah. hopefully I'm invited uh, oh do you wanna be too? invited I'd love uh, to see you there sure yeah um, anyway, uh, my website is LukeUncensored.com. We have a lot of members on our members area. We talk about a lot of different stuff, usually surrounding solutions, projects. We're doing an AMA right now. Make sure to get your questions in before I get overwhelmed and can't answer all of them. LukeUncensored.com is where the conversation is going to be. Thank you again so much for having me and uh, being on uh, my website. So thanks. Awesome. Yep. Shane Cashman. I'm at Shane Cashman everywhere. You can go on TimCast.com and check out the Inverted World stories and the recent stories I've been doing and uh, working on some new ones right now. And Eliza, grateful for your work and awesome to be here with you. I love you so much, Shane. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you too. I'm like your Appreciate biggest that. fan. Uh, thank I'm you for supporting excited. me so much online. I, lo like I love you so much. I think you you have a creative mind. And I told Shane one time I said, I, I firmly believe that I had this feeling, my God, I said, I need to ask Shane to take my picture and write an article because I have a feeling his work will end up being Warhol-esque in a way crazy, where it's- but thank you. I'm serious. <laughs> I thank you. I, I don't know how else to articulate it, but I think um, you're really gifted and very talented and I'm grateful. Yeah, we've been talking about it. Right on. Yeah, we got something. Yeah, we're gonna sure. do a thing. Yeah, it's gonna you be know awesome. what I think would be really cool? And I know you're trying to end the show, but I've had this vision a little bit of you coming out to the farm and really seeing what my day-to-day -day life is like. That's the goal. And it's totally different than this yeah. glam version. Yeah, yeah, that's the goal. That's I love doing stories like that where I can just kind of- Do you have any overalls? Do you have any boots? <laughs> yeah. Do you have any slash boots? <laughs> my past boots? life on a farm where I grew up. Word. Yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> Do you like cats? <laughs> I've got two. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, I, and I was you can like, bring your wife. Perfect. Yeah, it'd be great. I was excited great. to hear from- <laughs> Just FYI. Uh, <laughs> like that wasn't a- <laughs> there, there were a few prominent people who shouted out Shane's story on Ye and Carrie Lake. And um, I was excited to hear it because Shane emailed me a while ago and was like, hey, I'm a writer, check this out. And I, I like clicked one of the articles and I couldn't stop reading it. And I can't, I can't remember exactly which one it was, but I was like, wow, like I'm gonna ask this guy to come out here. And then you came out and you started working on the Inverted World stuff. Then you ended up profiling, uh, among a bunch of other things, like the stuff from Tales from the Inverted World in the South was amazing. And then profiling Ye was, was amazing. And then the Carrie Lake story, I think, in my opinion, is your, the best thing I've read from you yet. Thank that was you. really awesome to read. Thanks. So my attitude is we need you to write more stuff like that. Mm. And then we need to figure out how to just get everybody to read it so they can understand why everybody likes it so much. Yeah. Uh, the best response, and you guys sharing it is the best, is like hearing from people who don't read ever and they enjoy reading like it. I couldn't, so, yeah. yeah. Like, that's incredible. Being like, I couldn't stop reading it. This is amazing. I just feel like you're so needed right now. I don't know. I look at like what comes out of Conservative Inc. and it's okay. Like, I know people do their thing. Mm. But it's so dry. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you're, you just have a vibe. <laughs> I appreciate it. Does that make sense? It's young, it's yeah. fresh, it's artistic, mm -hmm. but it's a vibe. I see. And I don't, I'm not saying that you're intentionally trying to be in conservative ink. Yeah. Um, but I'm saying 
It's just anything that doesn't fit in one side yes. happens to just be thrown and in I the love, side. I but just, it gives me life. So Tim Cass is like you, one of the only places. thank you for hiring him because I wouldn't yeah. have known about it. Oh, for sure. Tim Cass is like one of the only places where you could write stuff like that these days. So I'm grateful to I be mean, here. I the, mean, the, the, the yay stuff's funny because like everyone in the world is writing one specific thing about yay. And then Shane's like, I want to go profile him to like talk to him and 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 get a better like a, a more full perspective. And we're like, okay, yeah, yeah. All right. it's up to you, man. Right. You do it. If you do it. <laughs> that's why I want to be on the farm. That's that's the place to be. Find the real you. You know. Yeah. I mean, are you sure you like? <laughs> that's not a threat. <laughs> no, I think I'm really chill on the farm. Yeah, I th I think seeing people outside, and I love doing stuff like this, but seeing people outside of the cameras is just a different angle. Right on. Yep. <laughs> All right, man. We also got Serge. Hey, yeah, been a pleasure. Uh, I love the work too, Shane. Thanks, Thank you, man. Eliza, for everything you've been doing, especially in this whole, uh, I don't want to call it like a, a, a situation in the world, but uh, I appreciate it as well. Uh, it's you. been a good one. I'm at surge.com. Follow me on Twitter. I guess I'm on there. Uh, yeah, it was a good one. Thanks, Right on. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. We will see you all Monday or yeah. check out any of our stuff over the weekend. We're going to have clips that are going to be live. So mm -hmm. thanks for being members at timcast.com. Thanks for hanging out, and we'll see you all next time. Cheers, guys. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.